Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. The biggest news of the week, the Rathlos! If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss! Hey! The man with the finest beard on this screen. Canadian, boys, shut the hell up. Let me talk. You see, the rides are resourceful. When I got beef with somebody, I can find a way to talk to them. Hello, 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 love wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And by now, you would you hope. better know what that means. <laughs> what does it mean, JPJ? You got to let them know just in case they don't know. It's another episode of Between Two Beards. Happy to see everyone popping in the chat. A big one tonight, a lot to discuss. We got a big guest tonight joining us around the nine o'clock hour. SP3 will be here. Yes, sir. From AEW Wrestle Dream. That should be a lot of fun. He'll be joining us closer to the nine o'clock hour. But until but before, then, you got to deal with us. You do. And plug out, you know the drill. How we doing? How we feeling? Good, good. Week? I'm back. I missed yep, last week. Last week, we want to thank. I our tried. Buddy. We want to thank our buddy Josh Robinson. He, Josh knows we love him uh, for filling in last week. It was a, it was like a a reunion of the J and J Power Hour here. Yeah, on, which is was, on between two beards. I missed the Power Hour. That was a fun time with Josh. That should just be um, a thing all the time. I think it should. I think it should. Uh, but go support Josh. Twitch.tv slash backslash whatever Josh Robinson underscore double zero. If you go on his YouTube of the same name, you can find those J&J Power Hours. They're a ball of fun. We talk about wrestling in a good amount of them, but most of the time, a lot of the times we did not. We had other categories and things of that nature. I was on there but once. One time you were? Too. I you was. Are? That was fun. You're damn right. You're damn right. I was on there right. Bring it back. Just bring it back. Like, let's not mess he's, around. He's, he's across the world. It's a long time difference. You got to. It's very you know hard. To, you got to do it for the people. Look it. Look it. Josh has me on his streams when he does a lot of the wrestling content. People seem to dig it. People are starting to ask him, like, hey, when's JPJ coming on again? And that means that means that they know. That you're leaving me. For they know. No, I would never Because you're, you're going to be fam babe, world famous, babe. babe. That's not true at all. Babe, I would never World leave famous, you. Josh. is from I'm Australia. A, I'm a loyal you're cat. World, you're I'm a loyal cat. Um, all right. There's obviously a lot to discuss. There is an NXT pay-per-view this weekend as well. We can dabble on that. We're going to try to save most of the AEW yep. chatter. For... Right. There we go. Yeah, she'll be there. I'm looking, gonna win to too. I'm looking forward to that match. I think so, too. <laughs> and then you know who should show up? Jade Mother Effin Cargill should show up. That's what should happen. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Before we start diving into all the stuff, I know the topic 
that is on the edge of everyone's mind, the top of the mind. So that's what we're going to start with. Pluggo, talk to me about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah, there you go, dude. Swifties unite, baby. That was talk huge. To me about Travis as Kelsey. As far as I know, there was a Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, like flirt session at Arrowhead on Sunday. I don't even think of football. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was playing the game of football. I don't think so. I really don't. They were barely showing the game. They were they were showing the box a lot. It wasn't a great Not game that. to begin with. I don't know how no, much you watched. But no. the Bears are an absolute dumb. It was really nice of the Bears to play so poorly. So, you know, T. Swift could have a good time rooting on her rumored new lover, new friend, I Travis mean, Kelsey. And that, that's all the news if, talked about. If that, didn't conf- if that didn't confirm it, what will? What will? To me, that's a comfort that the mo- the move that they made right there. That move in general, that is a hey, we're gonna we're confirming this because people. It was already a rumor. Yeah, it was already. A and rumor. then I and then she shows they up. Left. She's in the box next to mom. They just started dating. You don't bring a girl to meet mom right away. You don't. Br- what? You know uh, what I'm talking yeah. about? You don't bring. That, that's not. Hey, let's go on our first date. Mama Kelsey was loving it, dude. Did you know? Of course she was. This is huge. Like, every outlet picked it up. Nobody was talking about football this week. Travis Kelsey's jersey shells shot up 400%. Bill Belichick commented on it. Yeah, if you can get Bill Belichick, who barely likes commenting on football. If you can get – listen. I only I have only heard Bill Belichick that everybody's heard. I saw like I I've met him or anything like that. From the reputation he has, honestly, is that he's a funny guy. Is that he's a funny guy, but he's a hard ass. Yeah, he's cracking jokes, cracking jokes about it, which is insane. All right, well that was fun. I felt like we would have a Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift plug us plug us occupied right now. He's, he's, he's occupied. but yeah. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, biggest news. I don't even know if we can talk professional wrestling because of it. I mean, can you imagine a Swift? We need. We. I, I know friend of the show Jeremy Lambert's been pr- pitching that she needs to show up at all wrestling events so he can write those. Scoops. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like she showed up at a mania? <laughs> Travis Kelsey's jer- jersey sales went up four hundred percent. No, four hundred. And he gets a good cut of that, so he made like two hundred thousand right. dollars. Like he was already rich, but he's richer. Yeah. Just so as far as weekend. far as we know, no football was played this weekend. Taylor I, Swift. I, I have no idea. Swifties no are idea. now. I'm just. I'm here for like again, and I hope for the best. I hope that they live a long, happy life together, and this works out for both of them. They get married and whatever. Well, but if they don't. It's, it's, the breakup album is going to be dope. She's going to become like a Chargers fan or something. Maybe no, she'll start dating Justin Her- J- Justin Herbert or something, and then we can Wait, have some the, real friction. Chiefs main rival, probably the Raiders. Well, I'm I'm thinking just inner. I'm thinking in division. So Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. It's all kind of a thing. But I'm just, all right. all you right. know, I'm just right. saying. I'm here for that if it were to happen. But let's hope that they last because why not? Who? Thank God they played the. Bears. It wouldn't have been as fun had they played anybody else and it was an actual competitive game because yeah. let's be honest, we wouldn't have been we wouldn't have seen everybody waving who were up in the stands. Mahomes is waving. Handsomeness in abundance. Speaking <laughs> of handsomeness, Zach's in the house. 
Zach is in the house. If you are here, He's... give a thumbs up. Uh, hit the comment, bell for notifications. Like, you can comment, like, subscribe. If you want your comment to be shown on the screen, all you got to do is hit one of them super chats, and we will show your comment on screen. Um, hey, speaking yeah, of the handsome, yeah. Blair, Spencer, they're all in it. Yeah, they're all together. They're getting ready because tomorrow night, tomorrow night, LPW 19 Speedball Strike. First. Main event. So if he's the main event, can he technically strike first, or does he? Have well, to I don't know. We don't. We don't know if he's officially the main event. The, the the title is on the line. We don't know. We don't know the card yet. I, I know. But the, I know the card. I don't know the the order of the, the order. We don't know the match order. I All guess. I know the card, is the card is filthy. Son of Irish and Travis Williams are probably going to kick it off. And They're going to kill it. They're so. going to kill it. I'm looking forward to that match tremendously. But in one of the main events of the E, the marquee matches of the evening, yeah. Speedball, Mike Bailey will be going up against Michael Richard Blaze, and that should be spectacular. So that will be very, very good. It's going to be real and spectacular. While Zach's so. in the house, we could play the video. We got a He's got a Quizplex on Sunday, a live sure edition does. from Hitman's Bar in Calvary. Sorry, I didn't, know, I, I didn't know it was an audio one. I thought we could talk over it. I didn't either. Well, go ahead and play it anyway. You finished the promo. Well, I was just going to say, Calgary's Bar at Hitman's Bar. It's Big Bad Boris. I, I need the graphic. All right. I'm already losing Canadian my Canadian Goose. Yeah, there it is. The Goose. The Goose. And then... Yeah. Uh... There it is. Five, but for some reason, for me, yeah. it's choppy. The video is choppy. Ch the promo video is choppy. But uh oh. Anyway, uh yeah, that'll be happening. Hits Hitman's Bar in Calgary. That should be a very good time. A very Boris special Goose live. And... Yeah, that should be good. Can say Makazawa. I'm gonna make it. I don't want to oh, butcher it. Let me don't. This, don't... Is, this is brutal. You butchered it already. It's Matsunaga. I... Matsunaga. Thank you. Sorry, Matsunaga. I'm not great at things. <laughs> not good at that's things. why we love you plugo that's why we love you that's why we love you all right what the hell do you want to talk about <laughs> let's talk about jade let's talk okay. about it yeah everybody all else right. is talking about it there's a subsection of people that are absolutely pissed about it yeah those people are why are those people can, can i can i <laughs> if i may why are yeah. you mad wrestling fan about where somebody wants to work like, why is that your business? Why does it I'm matter? Gonna, I'm going to pull up the tweet, but I thought Kenny Omega. Don't get spoke. me wrong. <laughs> I wish she would have stayed in AEW. I think that I because I think AEW is making a huge mistake letting her go. She's a star. Mm -hmm. They need star power in that division. But based on the track record that AEW has on how they push their women's stars, she's got nothing but an opportunity to succeed and be a major player in the WWE. So good on her if that's what she wants to do. So shut up. Who cares wow. that you're mad that she's getting a paycheck where she chooses to get a paycheck? And rant. Plugo is. Or I could keep going. Ranting. No, I'm a good. huge Jade Cardgill fan. I, am I always too. have I am been. Too. Even when she cut um, that cringe promo in her debut, I was still like, there's a star there. So yep. let her, and she's going to have banger matches with people like Becky Lynch. So let's go. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Uh, Kenny Omega tweeted. He said, this may be news to a lot of fans out there, 
But when one wrestler goes from one company to another, we tend to always wish them the best and cheer for them while they embark on their new journey. Genuinely. It's embarrassing and shameful that some fans aren't capable of the same. That was a tweet by Kenny Omega. Yeah. And I was like, dead on, man. That is dead <laughs> on, brother. What does it remember, matter? Yeah. Remember when people got mad that Cody left? Yeah. Well, people get mad about everything. But like, yeah, like, who cares? You can still watch Cody all sometimes twice a week. Like you can st- when Jade Cargill de- debuts an NXT or Raw or SmackDown, whatever, you're still if you if you're a Jade Cargill fan, you can be upset that they left AEW because it is a hit to AEW for sure. Losing mm-hmm. somebody of that nature is a hit big time. They lost Cody a year ago too. Massive hit. You know, but like AW will still be around. They they should survive. You know, we're gonna wait for SP3 to talk a little bit of Wrestle Dream, but there's some banter and chatter going on about maybe big things happening there. I know that someone, yeah, or or a couple people maybe, but like obviously Tony Khan when he commented on it, sounds it like, like Marco's stunts coming. Yeah, said it was like the end of an era and the start of a brand new one. Then there's rumors that he might be purchasing new japan pro wrestling and when he was asked about it he didn't really deny it i don't know and it's like that that gives me like uh, i don't know how familiar you are with how the beer industry works the beer industry so like you know there's anheuser-busch yeah they own they're they're the top dog yeah yeah back in the day it used to be anheuser-busch miller and coors those were the big three Mm mm-hmm well, Miller and Coors, no matter how hard they tried, could not compete with Anheuser-Busch. They were always a distant second or third, no matter what. Yeah. So one day they said, where are we at? 14, they said, fuck it. We're going to merge together. So Miller Coors is now one company trying yes. to compete with Anheuser-Busch. And they were able to close said gap just based on merging alone. That's what that says to me. Tony Khan's like, well, if I buy New Japan, I got Ring of Honor, I got AEW. Let's just make this. I don't like it. Super, super no. big deal. AEW was founded on the fact that they didn't want there to be one, one wrestling company in the, all of the land. You know what they? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was, fo- but they okay. can't beat the Giants, so they're trying. Uh, but to that's do- fine. But now, if you own everything else. Aren't you becoming what you, st- you you started out to be? Yeah. What? That don't sit right with me. That yeah, but th- right things change, baby. Sometimes look, you got Sometimes you got with Ring of Honor. Like he bought Ring of Honor because he was he grew up a Ring of Honor fan. But like, clearly the effort isn't like there all the time when it comes to Ring of Honor. Like it almost feels like it's a it's like a nuisance at times. Yeah. They now you quite now they you can't quite figure out what they want to do with it. But now you potentially want to add New Japan to that as well and have to book New Japan. Like I I assume you would want the people that are booking and in charge over there to still be running the show. Because you can't be over there running those shows and then over here running your shows. Well, he would have I would imagine that. he would have to put some people in charge. He'd have to leave some kind of regime in charge over there to just do it because I don't think I just, he can. Yeah, I don't know. If, and look at that's uh, to me that's a far fetched rumor. It is just to me when I hear that I'm like, no, that can't be. No, but 
Ah. But he didn't deny it, so maybe he's playing with us, but it's possible. I mean, he would definitely, he would, he needs to do it now with how everything's going. Yeah, no problem, Zach. He says, belated, thank you for the quiz, Black Sound. Sounds going to be fun. I wasn't sure, Zach, if you're still here, if that's going to be, is that going to be on YouTube or is that exclusive to our Patreon members? Um, I wasn't quite sure because when I was putting the links together, I saw that it was kind of uh, not finished so i'm assuming that's gonna go out first to patreon exclusive so if you don't have patreon subscribe to our patreon if it's gonna be on here great it's gonna be on here but i'm not sure we'll let the man zach who rules he'll he'll tell us he sure will he sure um but i was saying yeah like tony khan needs it now in sense of like i think he's got his finger in too many pies he's trying to do too much you know yada 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 just hone some stuff and i he needs to Get a guy that he trusts or two and have him run ROH, oversee it, of course, approve the scripts, Vince McMahon style, and do that. And then maybe it'll lessen some of the load and he can we can start seeing more consistency out of ROH. But hey, if he's buying New Japan, I'm going to play it by ear. I'll see what happens. He'd have to be a smart person to understand he can't do it all. Mm-hmm. But then again, he's not shown that he doesn't like he likes to do it all so who knows i don't know i don't know what yeah. to do with the guy yeah he's buying up that he's buying up everything maybe he'll buy impact next i don't know i don't think that would be good i don't think that would be good for wrestling if if you just had two <laughs> you just had two people that owned everything i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about that personally uh, I would still obviously watch wrestling, duh, but I would be like, nah. Can we I have guess more if, more people, please. If he's trying to reach the global audience and worry about global audience, buying New Japan is the well, way to go. Why does he have to buy New Japan? They already let him use anybody he wants. Apparently, maybe he can just call over there and be like, "Hey, can I use this person?" And they're like, "Yeah." Maybe they're yeah, in financial can. trouble that I don't know about. I don't I mean, know. You would want the library. I understand wanting the library, obviously. And this, this whole pay-per-view that we're going to be talking about with SP3 a little bit later, this whole pay-per-view is based yeah. on the guy who created New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So, like, it's it's to honor him, and this is going to be a yearly pay-per-view now. And it's based on honoring him. So, I mean, and when they say the end of an era and the beginning of a new one for AEW, like, that's the exact wording. It makes yeah. you think that it's like, okay, so, well, something big should be happening if that's what you're saying. I know you're a promoter and you're doing your job, but like <laughs> end of one era and beginning of a brand new exciting one for AEW, that tells me that some big shit is going to be happening. Yeah, or an announcement. Hope. Maybe, you know. <laughs> it, would know be, it would be malpractice for him to not have something big hey. if he's like, new era. We got, we got a, you know, we're just bringing in, you know, Ryback or something. Imagine. Oh, God. Goldberg. No. <laughs> no, that's not a new era. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it makes me, I mean, the, the event looks really, really good. I'm excited to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. Um, But. Well, Sunday night. It's a big weekend. Big weekend for wrestling. It is. Next weekend's that- big, too. We got a couple a, big ones coming up. A good week, couple big yeah. weeks, man. Yeah. So we got the NXT has no mercy this weekend. That will, I think, it should be headlined. 
by Becky Lynch defending the NXT Women's Championship in a what is it a no is it a no holds barred? It's no, uh, extreme, extreme rules, extreme rules, extreme yep. rules match against Tiffany Stratton. I would like Becky to win and stay down there for a little bit. That's what's going to happen, right? I like that Bex uh, that N Bex T shirt. I think that's dope. So yeah, NXT. I, I, She's killing it numbers wise, and they're and they're trying to pump those numbers up. So it's like, why not? If it's working, keep her down there. If you don't have anything, I think it's a means. Of, I think it was a means to like keep her away from Rhea as long as possible. But then it became like she's killing it in NXT. So let's run with this. Well, yes, it's we the- got Ryan Sully Sullivan in the chat. <laughs> Sullivan, I feel like an from like inner Boston. Sully, Sully. Uh, well, it's the beardiest duo, JPJ and Plugalo. It sure is. Yes, sir. Speaking of Plugalo, we will be sharing the the Rich King video for week three. Uh, what is this? Yeah, four. Don't blame me, but yes, we'll be sharing that on our tomorrow. social medias tomorrow. Because he also he also talks about LPW nineteen in it, and for some reason. I couldn't get the video. I found some stuff to figure it out, but it was like two minutes before the show. I can't convert the file. And the real reason is we usually find that and we send it to Zach and we go, hey, Zach, you're if smart. I, yeah. Can you do this for us? And he does it. Zach is off this evening. He's having a good time. I know he's in the chat. Yeah, they're he's all at this uh, evening. LPW uh, Yeah, they're at the, the LPW, the clandestine show. So we don't have Zach too? To, we didn't have Zach to throw that to. And we are idiots and can't do it. <laughs> so, so that's rich, what happened. The rich king so sadly, it's not gonna well, be on this show. We'll, but we'll put be, it on our social medias yeah. tomorrow. But it'll be all over our social medias because that's what we do. It's not it's not personal against Rich. Rich it's, is gonna yeah, be on right. Rich is gonna be on this show for 18 weeks in a row. Do you understand that? Yeah. If you if well, I, and if you if I, and if, if you I count the, and if you count the preview show ahead yeah. of time, that's 19, nineteen weeks. And then we'll probably have him on again to preview the playoffs. So that'll be twenty. He's yeah. Rich Rich King is like the correspondent of the NFL for this show. He's like now. Yeah, if I would have told you guys that two months ago, yeah, that Rich King would have a weekly segment here for basically four months of the year, <laughs> right? Time changes. Ryan, did you read what I wrote? Oh, we got Doc in the chat. Doc, how are you, friend? Good to see you. Um, But if I would have told you two months ago that we, a rad, a rad would have a weekly segment on this show for Mm -hmm. months, none of you would have believed it. We also had T.Y. Jackson on the uh, LPW preview show, and he was he crashed the stream in a nice way. So like. They're turning a new leaf. But, friends, if you're just in, thank you all for hopping in. SP3 will be joining us in about a half an hour or so um, to talk a lot of AEW and some NBA basketball. Some big stuff went down. And you two are rivals in the basketball world, so I can't wait to hear about that. But, yeah, we're just shooting. As you were talking, a little no mercy right now. Not yet, Plugalo. Been in the office last two days. You know what, Ryan? I I can't handle the excuses. No. But if you read what I wrote, I wrote an LPW preview for the L- for LoveWrestling.ca, and I picked the Rads to win. Spoiler alert, Ryan. But if you read, I was very nice about it. Very nice. Because they've turned a new leaf, and so have I. And I'm excited for tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, twitch.tv 
slash love wrestling ca lpw19 baby but we're talking nxt right now we are uh but lpw19 speedball and mrb will have one of the matches of the year i guarantee it i guarantee it uh it's gonna be amazing uh and like you said travis williams and son of irish also speaking of speedball banger and a half i stand with speedball target candy aisles rule target candy aisles target here's the thing i like about target they're they know they know that my fat ass is walking through that door at one point mm-hmm. and they got the they got the seasonal candy right there mm-hmm. so i walk in i'm like hey i gotta go get a uh a usb cable and then i have to walk by yep friggin pumpkin spice m&ms and shit and they go mm-hmm. so i'm weak i'm weak i'm buying it i'm buying, I'm buying it, it. I spent way too much money. I gotta get that now. Yeah. Well, no, because Leo Rush was talking trash about Bailey being at Target. Can you fill me in on this? Because I knew they were having a beef, but so they're having a match. They either had a match today or it's tomorrow. No, it's not tomorrow because obviously they have a match in New Japan. Yes. Um, and so I don't know how it started exactly, but basically Leo Rush just all of a sudden started cutting a promo on socials on speedball and then speedball replies while he's with veda at a target they're in target shopping and he's cutting it while he's like walking with his cart and then leo kicks back with like shouldn't you stop being in the target candy island worried more about the match we're gonna have and then speedball's like shouldn't you be asleep it's like eight o'clock in the morning over there and just like in the morning well, whatever, you know, shouldn't he be like, what are you talking about going? It's just this, it blew up. And basically he said like speedball, get out of the, he's too busy worried no. about what candy he's picking out. And if I was anything, like, you know what? If I was Leo, if I was Leo Rush, that'd make me nervous. Ryan, yes. All candy aisles do rule, 100%. but Target specifically, they have this weird thing where like, let's say I went and bought, I, I just bought this Adam Cole figure because it was on clearance, but I couldn't help myself. By the time I got there, I also had other things. So I was like, ooh, I got ooh, I got a great yeah. I got a great yeah. deal on these figures. I can afford all this other crap, and then I leave with a cart full and, of goodies. And yeah, well, and that's that's the thing about Target. Is every time you go, you could have, oh, I gotta get two things. You're leaving you with go a to basket. a Target, you're leaving with a basket. There's no there's no if ands or buts about it. There isn't. If you want two things and you only want to leave with two things. Target is not the place you got to go to Walmart. Go to so go somewhere else. Because if you go to Target, you go to Target, you're there, man. You're gonna see five to seven other things that you don't need until the second you see them, and then the second you see them, you go, "Oh, I yeah, think yeah. I, I think I need that. Yeah, I, think I, need, I need, that. need that. I need that need bag. That. That's why I came here." While we're okay, while we're speaking of candy, and it is the season, and I was gonna mention it, candy. Oh, gonna have a candy where, have a where, candy where does it, tonight? Ooh, where does everybody stand on candy corn? Candy pumpkins. Oh, the candy corn pumpkins are my favorite. Oh, how do we're we feel about candy okay. corn? Okay, you asking me? Uh, well, the I'm chat asking as well. the chat. I'm asking uh, you because I know how I feel about it. I'm I love pro it. candy corn. I'm pro okay. candy corn. I'm not gonna say like you saying you love it. I'm not gonna say I'm there. I don't love it. Like those I will pick, pumpkins, I will pick other candies. Oh man, but, I can oh, the, 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 yeah, yeah, those are good. Um, but I'm pro. I'm pro candy corn. I'm pro candy. Hell's yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have. I wouldn't want to have to end this show over you giving a piss poor take about candy corn. Oh, there you go. Oh wow, <laughs> <Echo> guys, <laughs> it's trash. trash. 
Wow. <laughs> didn't didn't even wow, Drew saying he's very angry. Wow. What's up with the very I'll get to the, the, I'll get to the bottom of that. I'll get to the bottom of that on Sunday. I will I will like, what do you mean crash when you say firmly very on Sunday? I'll hey, show up we'll and wrestle throw hands. Hey, man. I'll throw I'll You're throw welcome. hands. I'll speak for Drew. You're welcome for sure. if you want I'll to come. do that. I'll come if you guys Solomon want. Sully says, I don't hate it, but I really don't eat it. My entire family loves it. <laughs> Look, they're up yeah. there. Like, there I are am, people that despise that stuff. Despise it. I am a, I'm pro pumpkin spice. I'm pro the seasonal Halloween candy, the candy corn, the whole nine. Like I am, if it's pumpkin. So you're, what, what you're saying is you're a basic bitch. That's what I'm a basic bitch. PSLs all day. Now here's how it works in this family. I am all about the fall seasonal pumpkin spice, everything. And then Mrs. Pluggo, all about that peppermint for the Christmas season. Oh, I am not. I am not. I'm more pumpkin speaking... than peppermint, but I don't hate it. Wow. But speaking of which, Drew coming in hot saying that candy corn is the New Jersey of candy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woo. I, I take it that Drew is from oh, New York. Damn. That probably hits harder, and you're from that area. So I, I guess that equivalent would be like hot damn. Oh, who knows? Hey, no, I don't look at I can't rock a beanie because I don't look good in a beanie. I've been told that people think I would look good in a beanie. You'd rather, oh, Ecto guy saying he'd rather black licorice rules too. I don't dislike black licorice either. Black licorice is great. Yeah, yeah. That wallabies one that what's that called? The wallabies licorice is the bomb. You get in that little like. Yeah, it's like I'll have to show, I'll have to send you a picture of it. But it, they got like watermelon, they got the original, they got the black licorice. It comes in like a like a white for, for me, for me, white bag. Pop, it's delicious. And, and you know, wow, wow. No, I have, I have what they call adult size taste buds. I got them. I'm a, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take that fair. fight only so we get to meet up again. All right, um, meet up on stream. <laughs> we'll fight me a stream. <laughs> Um, my top choice. I the Reese's pumpkins are the. I'm a Reese's guy. I've I've done this, even though it's it's Reese's, it's Reese's egg, then no, it's it, the pumpkin, then it's the tree. That's the, the order. The worst. The tree is the worst. Fight me, but that's the order. The, they well, all have a all, different taste. First of all, there's no such thing that is. There's nothing better than just the normal Reese's peanut butter cup. That but thing if we're, is we're talking the perfect. shapes. But if you're talking the seasonal one, the eggs are by far <laughs> the best. The eggs are by far the best. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, have you seen so Have you have you purchased the giant cups? Have you seen these giant Reese's cups they have? No. The giant ones. No, I have. Eggs rule. Damn right. You damn right, Drew. Because that feels right. that feels almost too much. Because when you get the big cup, you know what I'm talking about. The next it's size too much up, chocolate. The peanut butter to chocolate ratio is it's perfect. Nice. Yeah, once you get the like that big cup is almost pushing your luck. So I don't want to go any further. How do we feel about all the other things that are Reese's now? Because now there's Reese's sticks. There's Reese's. Oh, there's Reese's take, sticks rule. Take five is the best take candy with your hands down. Okay, but now, but now there's take five with Reese's, and then there's like a fast oh. break. That's like a a Reese's. Okay, correction. So the Reese's. Thing. I got excited there. The fast break is my favorite candy bar ever. The regular fast break. Yes, the regular fast break. Money, you can't go wrong. Okay, I thought you just said take five. You don't. You like I know. I got. I got too excited. I was thinking about the fast break. You said take five. I jumped the gun. It happens. You know what I mean? 
I pre I prematurely celebrated there like I was Travis Kelsey on Sunday. Unbelievable. Um, a fast break is good. A fast break is good. I have a gut. I used to live off a couple fast breaks at a monster, you know, in the morning. I was always a more when it came to candy. I find myself more recently. I was always more of a chocolate type of candy guy as opposed to like fruit chews, sour shit, you know, like stuff like that. But I find in my old age, I'm starting to like that. I still love the chocolate. My favorite type of candy but, is gummy gummy worms, gummy bears. Yeah, see, like I I wasn't into that stuff when mm. I was younger. Like I I preferred that. Like I was a chocolate candy guy. Although one of my favorite candy bars, and people rag on me to this day, I love a good payday. Love a good payday. Talk about basic. What paydays basic. are basic? They're no, just you, caramel and no, peanuts, bro. No. People that eat paydays have character. That's what that is. They have carrots. Is that what that means? Yeah. Blue collar. Bo- that's blue collar. Can't. Yeah, that's what that is. Blue collar JPJ. Yeah. There's, no, there's, no, there's no fancy chocolate covering. That's just here. Enjoy these fucking. Enjoy this chewy. Your teeth get a workout. It's so friggin' chewy. Mrs. Pluggo, stop by. What's your favorite candy bar, honey? I forgot. Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Three She's mu- a Three okay. Musketeers fan. Okay. So. We're talking okay. candy. That's just all nougat. There's just all nougat inside of that. There's no, car- you know, and then they got the Milky Way, which is a Three Musketeers with caramel. And then they got the Snickers, which is a Milky Way with peanuts. That's yeah. the level of Three Musketeers, Milky Way. I also like 100 grand. She likes, 100, she likes 100 grand. Bars 100 too. grand. Wow. She's bougie, bro. She's bougie. That's a throwbacks. She said those the, Her- the, Her- the Hershey's cookies and cream bar, Sully. It's okay. It's okay. Cookies and cream bars are the shit. They're basic. They're yeah. Mr. Look at cookies growing up off air, but off the screen. But yo, grain maker, grain Hello, maker pod. Grain. Look at doing? this guy. He's yeah. He's probably settling about... into his seat for LPW clandestine. <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking about candy for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> this is a wrestling uh, show. Yeah, but we're talking about candy because who doesn't like candy? That's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Cookies and cream is just a flavor that's going to work in anything. You can you can use cookies and cream in any facet. Ice cream, milkshakes, candy bars, anything. It's going to work cuz cookies and cream is just a, a flavor pairing that works. It's perfect. Um anyway. Oh, Mrs. Plugos throwing sprees out there now. Chewy, Chewy sprees. Spree. She doesn't want to make appearance on screen so she's feeding me candy ideas off to the side. She's like right here. So if you like see that and then go, yep, she's just yeah, hanging out I being, being a crib. There's her hand. And there we go. Saying, well, you had 50, freeze. 50 of those. I'm going to say four days. I would put the over under at four. Uh, no, I put, I put the over under at three days. I will take, I think it took you four days. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over, but the number's three. I was gonna say, but if you were pushing yourself, how could you know? How could could you do it in a day? You'd probably have you probably have diabetes. Fifty of those in a day? Could you do you it? Would, you would have to go to the hospital. You would have to go to the hospital. You would have, you would have a sugar <laughs> issue. You would have a sugar episode. And fifty in one day—that's like that's twenty-five normal size candy bars. We. <laughs> this is why. This is why I love this show. Did you do two days, you savage? It I is, say that with love because that's impressive to me. But you is, savage, you did that in two days. Hey, I done it. I could have done it. Yeah, I, I could do it. I could have done it today. This course, show, we all put up. That's what I'm saying. That's why I love two this show. Two days, son of a bitch. Biggest weekend 
biggest weekend in wrestling. We got all this stuff going on, and we're just saying, screw it. Let's talk about candy. Unbelievable. Blair, while you're at LPW, if you're still in the chat, get all ask everybody their candy is and type it in the chat for us. Ask ask people, ask MRB. Let me know what the, I know MRB doesn't like wagon wheels, so that doesn't fall on candy, but we know that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You, you know what? I have story. no self-control Ryan, for you don't, Ryan. You don't, I don't have self-control when it comes to like little Debbies. Like I can crush a box of little like like little Debbie little, snacks. It doesn't matter. Like, I could crush the, the box. Yeah. Bro, we're gonna talk about food this whole fucking first hour. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> I could buy a box of those. Be like, what you guys already talk about? We'll be like food, <laughs> food. We didn't talk about anything. S three three's debut on beards. He's gonna be like, never again. These guys yeah. are out of control. Yeah, he's like these guys. He's gonna. He's like, I got diabetes. Just listening to him talk about all the sweet stuff. Oh man. So like, what's your favorite little Debbie? Uh, oatmeal cream pie is always oh yeah standard. You can't go wrong there. But if I had to like branch out, uh, the zebra cake. Okay. Don't at me. It's delicious. So do you like the Christmas trees? Yeah, the Christmas tree ones they have. Oh, that's little Debbie, right? They do the Christmas trees. Is that Mm -hmm. little Debbie? Oh yeah, they do the Christmas trees. They do like different. Yeah, but the Christmas trees when those come out, it's game over, man. Buying a box of those constantly it's a problem i need to start working out really yeah i think that's what it is i need to at least if i work out i can maybe kill some of the calories and you work out to indulge tasty cakes i don't know what tasty cakes are i don't know we have um oh drakes obviously we have a lot of drakes up here you got drakes i'm assuming devil dogs i don't know you don't know drakes you don't have drakes the white the white and blue box no twinkies Twinkies, yeah. All right. No, but Drake's does uh, Devil Dogs. They do Funny Bones, which is the chocolate peanut butter one. Delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Never heard Devil of it. Dogs. Devil Dogs are great. It's like a foamy cake. It's It looks like. Yeah. yeah. I know what it looks like. We But we have like the little Debbie version. That's what we, we. I don't know if we have Drake's up here or not. I've never seen them. It's fair. But I know what you're talking right. about. Drake's Coffee Cake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld yeah. yeah, yeah, Seinfeld. Drake's coffee. Uh, Drake's also makes a good fruit pie. They make a good fruit pie. They have a cherry that is delish. <laughs> uh, you know. Anyway, if anybody in the chat wants to talk about wrestling, by all means, drop your yeah, questions. If you guys just want to talk about all the wrestling stuff, throw it down in the chat. We'll if you want to keep down the food, well, we, we can keep we can, going. I can like it looks. I look the way I look. I can talk about snacks all day. <laughs> You have a box of Devil Dogs from 2013 when they were closing. I never opened the box. They were still around, though. You can still get them. So what you're saying, are they still good, Drew? Are we going to eat 10-year-old no, Devil those Dogs? No, those are moldy. If he opened that up, that's no. They said, they said twi- uh, tw- uh, what's it? Twinkies never go bad, right? That's what the rumor is. There has to be. A, there has to be a limit. No, no limit. There has to be a limit. How many? How many subscribers would we need to get Drew on Sunday to open up one of those those devil dogs. Eat one of those ten year old devil dogs. Let's put it out there. How many? How many subscribers? (laughs) Yeah. What do you need, Drew? (laughs) There we go again. Where should Jade Cargo? We already know where she's going, bro. She should go right to the main rosters. Well, they're probably. I mean, they're going to do NXT. I think with Becky. I think they're going to do the Becky thing. Only if she wins. 
Drake was closing, but then they weren't, so I decided to keep it. Well, 10 years, Drew. It's impressive. (laughs) What I would do with her is what they did kind of with Nia Jax when she debuted on the main roster was just have her like really squashing people look really good for a little bit and just kind of like really show what she can do, like highlight it. Because there's a sole subset of fans, uh, Ecto guy, brother from another mother, that don't know who Jade Cargill is or don't think she's any good based on her run in AEW, which those people would be wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> so I let you, you got a highlighter. If you throw her right into the mix with Becky, sure, Becky can mask maybe some of her deficiencies, but she has to win that. If she loses that out the gate. Oh, she knows she needs to be Becky. I think she debuts and she should win the title from Becky. Like, I feel like that's what I would do. Um, But the way that WWE presented Jade, that yeah. tells you everything you need to know about how they value her and how they view her. Because they announced that ESPN announced it. They posted it all over their social media. She did an interview with a ringer podcast, which is associated, mm-hmm. yep. you know, like, you had to do that releasing pictures of her at the performance center like they made it a clear big deal hey we signed this person could you imagine if they didn't and they were just like eh, we got jade card or whatever yeah Eh, she Um, just got like a small graphic like those nil deals that they were signing with the college kids for a while like just nah whatever so that tells you that tells me that they they know she wants that she's going to be a big big star for them so at least they have plans for her to be i would imagine It's up to her at this point, I think. And I think if we could say that, like they're going to give everything they can to make her successful. And I don't have any doubt that she won't take all the opportunities, but she's just got to show out, perform, and boom, she'll be fine. And they got to make, they have to make her a big deal. We can't, you can maybe toy around with what you did with Cody and how he like didn't finish the story at Mania because it's Cody. I don't think you could do that with Jade. I really think you have to just, Take the shot, push her to the moon. If you put her in NXT and she challenges Becky, she's got to win right away. Like let's yeah. not let's not dick around with it and put doubt in people's minds. Stamp it right away because that's how good she's gonna be. Yep, and is uh, Sullivan Sully is asking you discuss how big <laughs> of a scumbag. Did you see this? I did not, but I Hannah Ma- I've kind of tuned out Kurt Schilling over the years, oh, so I have to imagine he said something stupid. So Tim Wakefield, former Red Sox, yeah. longtime Red knuckleballer. Sox. Yep, he has cancer. Okay. The family did not want that released, but Kurt Schilling, somewhere, outed that Tim Wakefield had cancer publicly. Against Tim, Tim, uh, against Tim Wakefield's family's wishes. But why? Because he's a piece of shit. But why would you do that? Because he's a piece of shit. I mean, I, I haven't heard the clip. I didn't read it. I don't want to give that guy any of my time. Uh, great pitcher, helped the Red Sox break the curse. God bless him. On he his probably, podcast, probably should be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But as far as the baseball goes, but he should never get in there because he's a piece of garbage. And he has been for a long time. JPJ, I'd be willing to do a top three candy ranking on Firmly. Oh, <laughs> we would need to talk parameters. We would need to talk parameters. <laughs> Why? But you just I go for the, the candies that you like. Are we doing just straight up can like can like chocolate and candy, or like we're not talking devil dogs or anything like that? Does that doesn't count as candy? Well, no, I don't think that doing that's straight a snack candy. Cake. Little Debbie's and Devil Dog. That's a that's snack snacks. cake. That's a different. That's a different genre. That's I a, would do candy. 
<laughs> which I would, okay. I would do that. Speaking right, right of before. speaking of genres and parameters, can I ask you a question? Yeah, that Blink One Eighty Two song. That's the most emo Blink-182 oh, yeah. song you've ever the, heard, the, right? It's an emo song. song. It's an emo yeah. song, is it not? They made that song so every everybody our age would cry. Everyone on Facebook right now is telling me that Blink-182 is not emo. They're punk. But I said that song is Dude, emo. I miss, you. I miss you as an emo It's song. emo AF. They yeah. may be a punk band, but they wrote an emo song, and that's Bro, okay. They wrote... They wrote plenty of emo songs. Exactly. Plenty. If they wrote if they wrote a rap song tomorrow and I said that that was a hip hop song and somebody came at me and said no they're a punk band, I would be like you're out of your, you're not you're missing the point. Yeah. You've already lost the plot. Anyway. No, top 3 candy. I'll do that, Drew. I can We I'll have we in. have LPW Speedball Strikes first tomorrow. We've got No Mercy on Saturday. Oh, we have Wrestle Dream on Sunday. But yeah, we're talking we're gonna be, candy. No, we're going to be talking Wrestle Dream with Snack SP3 cakes. in a little bit. SP3 will be on shortly. Yeah, whenever he gets in here, we'll be talking. They're pop punk. They are. I agree, but they do, I, they are pop emo. punk. But they wrote an emo song. That song is emo. There's nothing pop punk about it. Can I just say, fight me? Okay. Well, not can not I just literally. say I'm a big wuss. Did you watch Raw this week? I did. Okay. Dominic Mysterio, greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> Easily his best match. Easily. Like not second best match. His first best match well, is against mommy. Seth. It's mommy. Oh well, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking actual. They're love. They're love. That that was easily. Well, that's not a hundred percent true, Sully. There is it's, some emo that is not punky. Like, have you ever like? It's an offset. It's a subset. But yes, it's a subgenre. Is it's a subgenre. People got pissed. That post on my Facebook. If you go to Plugo on Facebook right now, what'd you do? My, what was the post? I posted Blink One Eighty Two drops one one more time, and my emo heart. And then it's a picture of like Roman Reigns, like mid match, like looking like he's crying. And saying emo is jazz. He's emo jazz, and 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 it might be the greatest post I've ever posted because like it's the most engagement I've seen probably in a while. It's yeah. insane. It got like it's at like two hundred thousand impressions, and people are just like, "This is pop punk. This is punk. It's not." I'm like, "Shut up." Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Dominic Mysterio, Dragon Lee. We could call that what we call that on Saturdays was a banger. Banger alert, baby. First of all, I'm the one that created the banger alert. But not with the bells and whistles that we did on Saturday. No, you yeah. added the bells and whistles, but I was the one that said that in the chant. And I have <laughs> I'm I don't get any any thanks. Residuals, no residuals. I don't need residuals. It ain't about the money, Plugo. Never has been. Because we don't make any. But it never has been. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Jesus Christ. Worked my whole life. Worked my whole life, Plugo. To come, up, respect. to come up with Baker. Yeah. <laughs> damn right. You give me some respect. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Please, Louise. Anyway. Yeah, Dominic Mysterio had his best match ever on Monday night against Dragon Lee. Yeah, he did. That match ruled. So that, and I saw your tweet, so I'll say thank you for the inspiration on it. What's Dragon Lee doing in NXT? He's never, okay. Never again. Uh, yeah, right? Yes. 
That's what I tweeted. I said, if I'm WWE, never. Dragon Lee never sees NXT again. Was he on the next night? Was he on? I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. I'll be completely honest with you. I had NXT on kind of in the background, so I wasn't paying super close attention because I was I was writing that preview. In but I had opinion, it on to catch in things. My opinion, I, don't he, I don't think he was. In my opinion, based on the match on Monday and the reaction that he got, that he won that crowd over. And I get it. He's in there with Dom and the crowd hates Dom. I get it. But he won that crowd over. Like the stuff he was doing, that crowd was into him. They clearly wanted him to win. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Put it on the screen. Wait, what? I said I didn't want residuals. Oh, this well, doesn't mean put it, put it up. It says for exposure corp owes JPJ zero residuals as it is a completely original composition. Yeah, you by me. Right. You damn by right. Me. We already got it. We had him on that Saturday. He did some wheeling and dealing. By me. I was the one that said banger alert and Blair literally said, yeah, we should do like some sirens or something. You know, we could and do. Then you went, and did your thing. <laughs> what the fuck happened? That's the story of how banger alert happened. <laughs> we got beef, bro. No, we don't. Exposure beards. No. You know, I was just thinking what we could do is we could start between two beards LLC, which we already have. We could merge the four exposure LLC kind of like TKO and become like this just giant umbrella like Tony Khan's trying to do in the world of wrestling. And we could just take over the world. We can get firmly into that. We could just we could just do this whole thing. We'll buy up everything. We'll buy up Sunday brunch. Well, I'm sorry, the brunch gimmick. We'll buy it Quizplex. Okay. We'll buy it Blowing Off Street. We'll just buy it all. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll buy Love Pro Wrestling. We'll just we'll just we'll just yeah. merge it all under the Beards umbrella, dude. We could. Watch we could out! Watch out, world! We're coming. We're we could coming. do that. We could do that. Um. <laughs> no, but honestly, if I'm WWE, with the reaction that he got in that match, if you let that guy go on Raw every week and have a ten or fifteen minute match and have a banger. That guy will be a superstar. That I really feel. I really feel that. Um, we're gonna be talking about MJF, Adam, and Roddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. We're gonna be talking about that. Adam. Yeah, Lauren. So I I was leaning into an idea about. All right. So at the end of Dynamite last last night, I thought Dynamite was good. The Jay White MJF stuff was pretty good. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that program. Um, when it happens. But last night at the end of Dynamite, uh, Jay White was getting his ass kicked by a bunch of dudes dressed in all black, and you saw the devil. That devil was not MJF. That was not MJF. Yeah, Uh, very funny by Kate earlier today. Uh, Oh, but when I I pick Marco Stunt for every surprise reveal... Well, look at she I tag no, I tagged you in it. I said Plugo's dream was just made. So happy. I'm so happy he's getting all the love today. Um... So I was leaning that it was either Roddy or Adam Cole. That's who I thought. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> go screaming JPJ. JPJ, I need you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so Lawrence on my, I was playing some video games earlier. 
Uh, obviously on Dynamite last night, MJF and Adam Cole came out. Adam Cole's on crutches. He's his ankle was wrapped and braced, and it was just oh yeah, it was huge. He sits in a chair. They do all the entrance and all the fun stuff. He sits in a chair, uh, and he says that he ex- basically his ankle exploded, tore ligaments, broke it in three different places. It's all messed up. He needs to go have surgery. All because he and, jumped. Yeah, all because he he jumped off the stage to go help his friend. Uh. Promo was really good with the two of them. MJF ends up saying that he will defend the ROH titles alone. And we'll talk more about it with SP3 when we go through the card. Um, and then Adam leaves. And then, no, Roddy comes out with the kingdom. And and MJF says, hey, I get it. Like, I know I might not like him, but I know he's your bro, too. It's cool. You can go. Like, he goes, it's okay. You can go. So Adam leaves with the kingdom and Roddy. Leaves with them. Mm-hmm. Then Jay White comes out. MJF and Jay White have their back and forth, which is good. We'll talk about it later. That Jay White happened. was sitting like Adam Cole was during the there. Yeah. Kind of, he kind kept of cool. on saying baby a few times in his promo yep. and stuff like that. So that mm-hmm. happens. And then at the end of Dynamite, after the main event, before they go off the air, Jay White is getting assaulted in the back by five dudes. All in the black kind of, I don't know what you call those outfits. What do you call those outfits? The ones that are like tight to your skin and they cover the face. There's a certain. Leotards. Leotards, like a full body body suit. Yeah, full body suit, all in black. And then the camera looks over and one of them is wearing the devil mask. And then he swipes at the camera and that's how dynamite goes. And Lawrence saying in the chat that when he said his ankle exploded, that's where he got, that's where Lawrence got suspicious. It was a little too jokey. That's what Lawrence says. Now, obviously, too, that they can, they can obviously find, but they, Britt Baker posted a picture of him and the doctor with an x ray and stuff on Twitter. Well, Lawrence, obviously, chat, you could do things that you well, could I was find. Say, Lawrence in my chat said that. Or you know, in my chat earlier, Lawrence said that he looked on the internet to see if that was like a stock photo. He looked, yeah, because you can find a stock photo of a fucking broken oh. ankle and show anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to all make sense. Wrestling, you know, we we watch wrestling. We can expand our minds. Like it's fine. Well, some of us. Speaking of which, I just decided I'm going to start crashing firmly AW on Sundays. Just pop in and go, JPJ, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> be like I'm busy. I'm busy yeah. with my other friend right now. Yeah. No. Um, so Lawrence thinks that the devil is Adam Cole. Now I, I, I would agree, but he thinks that the whole time, what he said <laughs> was. <laughs> Yeah, what he said was Adam Cole has been weakening MJF. Yeah, this whole time, and he so he thinks the whole thing like clearly Adam Cole, he thinks it's a work now. He thinks that the he's not yeah. really injured, or maybe the injury's not as bad as they thought it was, but they're playing it off that it's really bad. So he'll leave. Like if he just tweaked his ankle and it's a it's an ankle sprain, and you got to miss three weeks, month max, you can play it off that. Yeah. He went away. You know what I mean? He can come back in a month as the dev, you know. So maybe they're playing it off that it's a really large injury. He has to have surgery and go away for months and months and months. But realistically, he only needs to miss three or four weeks because he has a sprained ankle or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And even if it's like, even if it did, if it is a real shoot, like angle, his ankle exploded, like they're doing such a good shtick right now that you could keep Adam Cole on TV and figure something out. But 
I have to admit, they are playing it very close right now where it's like, I don't think it's as bad as they're giving on, but why not play it up? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it looks so bad to MJF that he's uh, he's going solo at WrestleDream, which we'll talk about later, but yeah. Yeah. For his, for his boy, for his bro Chacho. Unbelievable. Going to wrestle a handicap match to keep the title so when uh, Adam Cole comes back. Hell yeah. They can, yeah. They can defend him together. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, what did you think of the... I'm trying I'm trying not to talk too much AEW because I'm trying to save it for uh, SP3. But um, I thought Dynamite was... So- oh, oh. Drew saying, I'll be honest, but for how bad it supposedly is, he was able to, to still be on it for a good 10-plus minutes at Grand Slam. Yeah, and he was moving around like he was but clearly limping. That's an adrenal- like- that's an adrenaline thing too. I don't know if you've ever injured yourself in a sporting event, JPJ or Drew or whoever. But like, yeah, I've been able to like I've been able to play on a messed up foot or something, and then when I finally like stopped and sat down, like when I cut my finger off, the initial was like, yeah, that's not so bad. Once I finally like settled down, and things it was it was awful. <laughs> yeah 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 or I, mean, like that's the, I, I hurt myself i hurt myself at work once i i, I slipped so on maybe it. he was just adrenaline shows got to go and power through but i mean didn't triple h rip his quad clean off his bone and wrestle an entire match like uh he let jericho put him in the walls of jericho after it happened yeah yeah so that i mean is... it could have been adrenaline it could have been just he didn't realize it was so bad i've actually had an x-ray on my ankle where the doctor goes when did you break your ankle and i said i've never broken my ankle he goes well that's not what this x-ray right here shows and i go oh all right <laughs> no i've been walking around this thing for months <laughs> Weeks. broken broken just broken. Just, just broken great yeah anyway yeah there you go like yeah i hurt myself at work i slipped on my kneecap kind of came out of the socket and went right back in, but it, it killed. Oh, but that sounds af- terrible. After, oh, it was awful. But after like five minutes of the pain, like I still had to work and work the rest of the night on my feet and stuff. So I worked through it. I was a little, it was a little bit painful, but when I woke up the next day, holy shit. Mrs. Plugo does shit. that on occasion. Her knees are. Oh, it was not- bad. It was bad. Um, man almighty. But um, Russell Dream is looking like it's going to be a real, real good one. Well, why, right, don't you um, pop, why don't you pop up the graphic for LPW19 if you want to do it? We don't we have cannot, it in the brand. We can't do that anyway. Wait, we didn't, we? Did we not shift it over? Could you not go into a different brand without messing up the flow of the show? No, I can't. You see? Oh, hey! JPJ, you're on full exposure! <laughs> Welcome, no, I friend! I can't do that. That'll be Saturday at 10 o'clock. I, I think Blair's doing it from the boss's house oh yeah he's doing it remote because he, he's there he's there right now on location he's on he flew out speedball wow. strikes first yeah i mean it's a big one to fly out for it's a big one to i mean we got speedball mike bailey yeah, versus run through MRB, run like through. i said we got travis williams son of irish for the challenge championship the rads are taking on seven i have a feeling the winner of that's going to get a shot at whoever wins between ride or die and paralera for the tag titles tomorrow night Yep. Which will be Stephen Crow and TFA, our girl. Yep. We have a scramble match. Jack Pride's taking on son of, I'm sorry, Sean Moore, um, Wolf Boy, Dean Richter, and they just they just changed it. The fifth competitor, 
uh, Eli Surge had about, I'll have to pull that up. It's on the socials. It just happened right before the show. So I wouldn't even have the graphic for that. Uh, you've got <laughs> Ryan saying rats, 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 rats. Yeah. They're going to look good. You've got T.Y. Jackson taking on the thickness. If T.Y. Jackson wins, the Rats get a grand championship title shot. You got Zoe Sager taking on Judas Icarus as well for the grand championship. That's going to be a banger. So we got two big debuts. We got Judas Icarus coming in. We got Speedball coming in. It's going to be a good time. So that's why Blair, he's out there right now. They're doing the, the clandestine show. I want to pull that up unless you're pulling it up. I got I it. It's uh, Riley Cruz got added. Riley Cruz. Thank you. He, was he will be replacing Eli Surge. Riley. And Cruz. on top of that, we got Jared Rogers taking LS Asino. Mm -hmm. If you're not up to speed on that, I'll shamelessly plug it. We did an LPW preview show on Sunday with the voice of uh, LPW, Big Bad Boris, which he'll best. be commentating with Veda Scott for this whole thing. So this thing is huge. This 19 is massive. Go over on YouTube after this. Check it out. If you don't like to listen to my voice but like to hear what I have to say through, <laughs> through text form, I wrote a preview as well on L at lovewrestling.ca. So, yeah. It's Love big. It. It's a big day yeah. tomorrow. I, it I, is. It is. It's going to be 9 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Mountain. I, I picked the Rads. I think the Rads are going to do it. I think 7 is formidable, but I think the Rads are focused. I hope this I hope this fame we've given Rich King over here on Beards with his you know NFL picks doesn't come back to bite him. Hopefully he's, been, he's laser focused. I, I, I think he will be. I agree. Um, Matt Riddle got fired. Oh, yeah, that's something. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, see you later. See, see ya. Later. As right. I said, that is a that is a juice source. I don't want to get too deep into all the stuff because I a lot of it is obviously yeah. speculating, and I just think that they thought, listen, man, like the backstage stuff is too much to deal with. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. We're already making cuts anyway. Why keep a problematic guy around? Bye. Yeah, you guys I, mean, I think that's what it is. Yeah, um, it is what it is. Um, if he's going through some stuff, I hope he gets he gets some help. He figures it out because mm -hmm. uh, he's super talented. Um, but if you're not a good person, I mean, you, you it comes back to get you <laughs> one way or the other. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I agree with you. I think that's what that was. Uh, the juice was no longer worth the, the squeeze on that one. So they were like, because I mean, yeah, he has. Let's we'll be see. honest, in a vacuum, dude has all the talent in the world. Could get over. Could wrestle. Yeah. He had some banger matches, you know, in his career through NXT and all that. But again, I mean, like you said, I hope he gets whatever help he's looking for. I don't know what his next move is at the same time. But yeah, they're probably like, yeah, maybe it's time that you go grow up. Maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? Yeah. So I know they were super high on him. They were very high on him. They put him in a lot of chances to succeed. You don't get to tag with Randy Orton forever if you're not, you know, killing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and they were over. I mean, RK bro. Yeah, they were over. Like was, so yeah. Yeah, but, so, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So Jade's uh, it, in. He's out. Everybody's speculating to see if Punk's going to come back at Survivor <laughs> Series. We'll see. I don't um, think so. But you know what? I want to. I want to. I want to thank Big E because ever since Big E made the big meaty men slapping meat over, we yeah. have seen some more big meaty men. I know. And we on Otis and Otis and, and on yes, Monday. That match Just, ruled. Just oh, mm. all right. All right, here we go. We have we've stalled long enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stalling. We just talked about food and snacks for 25 minutes. We figured it out. 
We made it. Listen, we tried to talk we about made everything it. but wrestling, and we're going to continue that here <laughs> for guests at this time. None right, other. We're going to bring him on. SP3. Boom. Of True Heel Heat. He's here to talk about Damian Lillard. Oh, we can. And Rui right, Hachimura. I can do that. Rui Hachimura. Oh, Rui Hachimura. Rui Hachimura. <laughs> the Reverend is in the house. Yes. Uh, Late Reverend, friend. extraordinaire. How you doing, fellas? Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, oh, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. We're very excited. Once uh, Plugo said uh, he had been chatting with you, I was like, that would be uh, pretty dope if we could get him on. So thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Um, I will warn you. I know you're a Lakers guy. I'm I am from <laughs> Massachusetts. So I root for the Celtics, but I'm I'm a good Boston sports fan. I want your team to lose always, but I'm respectful. Yes, sure. yeah, it's nothing but respect between the Lakers and the Celtics. We we have a competition. I don't want to see y'all win. Y'all don't yep. want to see us win. But mm-hmm. we we have respect that if the other person wins, at least it's them. Yeah, it's them. Like yeah. it's always like that. And yeah. I, I know you're probably in mourning as much as I am about winning time being canceled uh, and yes, not that was being guy. able to see that extraordinary story of the 80s Lakers-Celtics. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, and I watched the first it, – it's a good show. It's a very, very it's good show. Finish, I got to finish season two. I got about halfway through now, but it's so yeah, good. I love it. But it, it was very clear that that's where they were going. And they were going to do probably, I would think a whole season or maybe on the Celtics and like, like they were going to do a significant amount. And that for me is like, that's the juice for me, man. I'm like, yeah, let's go Celtics. I was, I was born like I was born in 85. So I was too young. So I got into basketball right as bird was retiring. Ah. Like 92, like six, seven years old. So that's Mm. when I started getting into sports in general, where I could like understand some stuff being that little. But like I, so all that, all the Celtics Lakers stuff was me like watching old documentaries or like yeah. my dad and gr- my family telling me stories and things like that. So like I wanted to see it in like a dramatic form. And it's just unfortunate You're that both hopefully wrong. another Go network, Rockets. you know, I don't know. There's <laughs> been things, right? Other networks have picked shows up and said, we're continuing. Who knows? But. I, w- I would hope so. But I, I don't know with that star study cast that they have. I think that was kind of the, the deal breaker with them. Yeah. That they were paying their cast so much money. And Adrian Brody deserves a an Emmy for his performance as Pat Riley in season two. And season two was really getting into the Lakers mm-hmm. Celtics rivalry. So that's why I was like, man, how can you cut it off? And it ends in the 1984 finals when we lose to the celtics i was like hey, man how is it you rewriting history by ending yeah. the show right here yeah 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 because the next part would have been good for you guys that Absolutely. next part would have been good back for you guys yeah <laughs> so it's unfortunate it's unfortunate um so, so dane you okay. you and you famously you and jeremy lambert had a consistent like dame watch all summer to the point where you were sick and tired of it just ended already. He was. Ended. He was. Yesterday. I'm entertained. I'm entertained <laughs> by all this. He was over it, but it ended. It ended yesterday. He's a bucky buck. Yeah. Top of the East now, right? They gotta be. 
I put them number one. I think they, they have the best odds of winning the Eastern Conference. When you have Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, you have the the second best duo in the NBA, pretty much, because I have to give the first honors to Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. They just won the championship, just proved themselves not only on offense, and but on defense. I think the big question for Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo is how that duo is going to do on defense, because Milwaukee is such a strong defensive team and they're losing someone that was a key factor defensively for them to win the championship two years ago in true holiday and he's going to be a big piece i think he's a big domino that not a lot of people are talking about i i've yeah. seen brian windhorse kind of kind of try to put a spotlight on it of he's going to be like the, the big domino dropping here because you hear teams like the lakers and the celtics and the mm-hmm. heat are all going to be looking towards getting him and putting him a part of them and i tell you if the lakers get true holiday they better ship the larry o'brien trophy to us right now because it's <laughs> over it's a wrap it's a wrap, you know. It's a wrap. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going six months strong. <laughs> uh, I was all just going to say to the NBA finals. I would, Sully just said it in the chat, but I was going to say if I was if I'm Philly, I'm making a move at bringing yeah. Drew, uh, getting Drew back. Like go to Philly. He would be perfect there. Knows how to win. Veteran. If I'm Embiid right now, and I'm like. Hey guys, I just won the MVP. Just so you know, and I got nobody. I got nobody here. I got James Harden who, eh, eh. He's, he's going to be out of town. I think they have to get a third team involved in this deal if they're going to get it done and get True Holiday. I, I would think someone, I mean, Phoenix, Phoenix gate kind of got out of this Lillard trade like gangbusters because yep, they yeah. fleshed out their team and added a lot of depth where I feel like they're in that top three conversation now in the Western mm-hmm. Conference with the Lakers and the Celtics after that trade because they really have some pieces that they can work with where they have an actual team. I, I thought when they got Bradley Beal, I was like, they have a skeleton team. So now mm-hmm. they actually yeah. have an actual team. I'm, and what they did in the offseason, I'm very confident in what they're going to do uh, the upcoming season. But Damian Lillard going to the Milwaukee Bucks makes them the favorite. You got Chris Middleton. You you just re-signed Brooke Lopez, who is such a good factor, whether it's on defense, whether it's on offense, being a big man inside and such a great scorer overall. And just that defense, the, the new coach you got coming in, you got, you got everything that's kind of working out that is in their favor and another key factor that has been talked about very much is the assisting coach for the milwaukee bucks is terry scott who was infamously the coach for damian lillard for mm-hmm. all those years on the portland trailblazers so this is working out where it's going to be a smooth transition for him i would think yeah nice. I'm, I'm interested to see where the rest of the depth comes at the bucks you know because middleton has gets injured a lot yeah. um Giannis has played a lot of minutes these years. Like he's he's just a freak. That's literally his his nickname is the freak. But like <laughs> they clearly have, they have two top ten players. Pat Connaughton, baby, my boy, Pat yeah. Connaughton, Notre yeah. Dame Fighting Irish. Let's there it is. go. They he's gonna have a breakout top- year. <laughs> and Sixth this also man. this also you know Giannis has been talking a little bit this off season. Like hey, like I like Milwaukee, but like if we don't have a winning culture, I want to go somewhere where I'm gonna win. And I think that probably had to scare the Bucks front office going uh if we lose yeah i mean we're the only reason we're relevant is because of yeah like he's the dude so like we need to get and getting dame also not only does it make your team a favorite in the east but it shows Giannis like we're committed 
We're committed to keeping you here and winning here. Like that. And yeah. So I think it works both ways that way too. I still, I like the depth and I'm a Homer, so it is what it is, <laughs> but I, I like the depth of the Celtics. Uh, I think obviously the Bucks are the team to beat in the East now, but I think if you're talking one through, you know, they got the top two guys. Okay. Although I think Tatum, I would put above Dame as far as like, yeah. I have Tatum above yeah. Dame. Yeah, so I would put they, I would put Tatum above above Dame yeah. as far so as so they have two of the top players. three guys. Yeah, they have two of the top three guys in the series. Let's say it's a series. Milwaukee has two of the top three guys, but the next four or five dudes are on the Celtics. I think uh, maybe I was, Middleton. I was, I was, Middleton. I was say, oh yeah, I'll say Brown and then Milton. I was like, they got the yeah. they got the top five. They got yeah. three of the top five right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, so, I like, like that. That, like and, and then Brooke Lopez, sometimes he could turn it on and become Brooklyn that's true. Brooke Lopez. That is true. Like, like people that is are true. Not, I think I think people are like sleeping on the fact that they didn't really have to give up that much to get no, Lillard no, either. True. They gave up Holiday, they gave up Grayson Allen, which that was that's like giving up nothing. Um, so yeah. it's really it's not really that it, guy. It, it, <laughs> when you really look at this trade as far as what Milwaukee gave up and what they're getting back, it's really a holiday for Lillard trade. They won. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, for like, sure. No matter how much you think uh, Drew Holiday is a great player, and I think he's a great player. I was singing his praises this past season. He had his, his career high as well as points, but. Dame Lillard led the league in scoring. He was you averaged just, 32 yeah. points per game. You just got to feel bad for Drew because literally the day before, he's like, I'm a buck for life. This is where I want to be. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, bro. It's rough. It was, it was an time. Emma moment. He had his yeah, I was going to say Emma. It was Emma. Hey, dream come true. Whoops, never mind. Yeah, whoops, he got Emma. Whoopsie. Absolutely uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I in know. bigger news, Rui Hachimura, baby, he's in there with Bronny now in the in the gym early. He's getting him reps. Watch out. Watch Rui out. Hachimura. That's gonna be the duo. Most improved player, Rui Hashimura. It's coming. Right. It's coming, y'all. Right. It's coming, right. y'all. They're right. talking about him. Man, the Lakers is ridiculous. Our death. <laughs> Our death is is unreal with just getting Christian Wood. I was yeah. like, I was like, Good we point. had already won the offseason. And then yeah. he said, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna win executive of the year about yeah. six months early, and I'm gonna get Christian Wood. I was like, what are we? This is insane. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna have enough basketballs in minutes for all these guys <laughs> that we got to play. We got, we like 11 deep this coming season. I can't wait. It's very helpful for our two older stars. You know, hopefully they are less minutes and more players that can give us quality minutes means that we can get like Anthony Davis anywhere between like 30 to 32 minutes per game. And he can stay healthy. He can be out there for, Oh my God, dare I say 70 games. That would be great. <laughs> that would be yeah. great. Yeah. But, we gotta wait and see. We gotta see how this season goes. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm. Even though the Lakers, we can are just the talk rival, basketball. I know. Even though the Lakers are the rival of the Celtics, like when the Celtics go to the finals, like I root. I wanted to like there was. I think it was in the bubble. I think there was a chance, and I was like, bro, if this is Celtics Lakers, I don't care that it's in the bottom. This is gonna rule. This is gonna rule if it's Celtics. I'm, just I'm always, I'm always rooting for it. You know, like I felt like we had the 80s ones, but then we had that run in the height of my with the Kobe and Pierce yeah. and Garnett. It was like, oh, the Celtics should have won two of them. But it's all right. It's all right. 
I'm Travis over it. Travis Lawrence in the 2009. I'm over it. And I, look, I'm not saying this because I thought Kendrick Perkins was some special player. Kendrick <laughs> Perkins doesn't get hurt. All we needed was a friggin' rebound. One rebound. If your Everybody. season is hitched yes. on Kendrick Perkins, there's a problem. No, he was the starting center <laughs> exactly. all year. He was the rookie. Exactly. No, no, no. It's Kendrick No matter still, what. No. The problem was we needed a rebound, and Kendrick Perkins was the big goof that stood in the middle and got the rebounds for the other guys. And he <laughs> tore his knee, and damn it. Anyway, hey, all right, I, I'm hey, sorry. We, we, we didn't have Andrew Bynum in 2008. That's true. I could say the That's same true. thing. If we had That's Andrew true. Bynum in 2008. Uh, at least Andrew Bynum was, like, all-star worthy – Caliber for half a season, never had that. He had like hey. maybe two games. You know what? Kendrick Perkins, a champion. Dang it. Kendrick right? Perkins made the, the most off the least. Hey, he got he was into a good, he got put into a good situation. Listen, I'm, so I'm happy Rondo, that you guys him have and Rondo were both rookies in to. Yeah, I'm glad you have things to look forward to. My team gave 80 million dollars to Dylan Brooks. Oh. I'm so you got excited. my old coach though. You got Ime. He's a good coach, regardless. But he's got of he's got the problems. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. He's a very good coach. When he's focused, when yes. He's focused. When he's focused on basketball, he's yes. gonna be at the damn hat during the timeouts. And they're like, he brought us to the finals. He brought us to the finals in our first. Good looking at the stands. Impressive coaching. Anyway, an impressive coach. All right. But Let's talk some reason, candy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. The real reason SP3 is here is we're going to talk some AEW and some AEW Wrestle Dream. It is happening this Sunday night. Um, First and, and foremost, how do you guys feel about them throwing this pay-per-view in the mix? Like, this is the debut pay-per-view. It's new. Like, how do you feel about it? Another AEW pay-per-view? Are they getting too close to too many? Or is this perfect? Well, it seems like this is like heading towards the 12 pay-per-views mm -hmm. a year, which I think that there's going to be some pros and cons to that. Uh, the con being Tony Khan. Um, <laughs> and if he can if he can give us 12 good focus pay-per-view builds. That mm -hmm. seems like that might be the difficult part for him because even with what six pay per view builds, he wasn't doing a great job, in my opinion. Yeah. And like since last year or so, but I think that if he can just focus on what he has to do and know what he has to do, I think that he can get the job done. I have liked the build up to this show, mm -hmm. and it is in honor of Antonio Inoki, and there is enough New Japan talent on here for me to be like, okay, it's suitable. And basically, when you look at this card. It's Forbidden Door 2.5. That's what really? I've been calling it on the road to. These are all the matches that Tony Khan wanted to do at Forbidden Door the last couple of years, and he's putting it on this card, and I think it's going to be fantastic come Sunday. Hell yeah, it, yeah, it is very much shaping up to be really, really good. Um, and he, yeah, he openly said that. He had, you know, one of the matches we'll talk about later, but Danielson and uh, Zach Sabre Jr. That was a match that he had penned for the first Forbidden Door, and it obviously couldn't happen due to injuries and stuff like that. So you're dead on when you say like these are all the matches he wanted to have these last couple Forbidden Doors that for some reason he couldn't one way or another. And he's like, okay, we're gonna have this other show, and then we're just gonna we're gonna do it here. Um, before we start diving into the card, though, um, I do want to talk about. Obviously, he had a statement that he came out that got some a lot of press, where he used the he used the verbiage of he's really excited for Wrestle Dream, the normal stuff you hear, and then he was like, "It's the end of an era, 
and the start of a brand new exciting one for AEW. And then we've heard the the chatter all week of like there was rumors that he's going to buy New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then when he was asked about it, he didn't really deny it. Uh, you know, he didn't come out and say, no, we just kind of left it open. There's talks about that. So clearly a lot of people, myself included, think that like something major, whether it be an announcement or maybe a wrestler or two debuting or something like that, there's a lot of big excitement around this show because people think something big is going to happen here too. First pay-per-view, it's going to be a yearly pay-per-view. It's the first one you want to hit the ground running. And I think they want to get the the other stuff finally behind them a little bit. And I think the way you do that is by having either a huge announcement or maybe, you know, a Mercedes shows up, maybe a Mercedes and an edge show up. Who knows? Um, when you first heard that comment and you heard the rumors of him, of Tony Khan, maybe buying new Japan pro wrestling, what was running through your head when you heard that stuff? Well, I always say when anybody asks me what's my favorite promotion, I say New Japan Pro Wrestling because mm -hmm. that's the promotion that really kind of uh, kept my love of professional wrestling going, especially when I started into the whole wrestling media kind of verse and started my podcast and stuff. It was New Japan that kept my love, and that was the thing I got excited to talk about when a time when WWE wasn't as great as Ring of Honor was so-so. I was still going to Ring of Honor show. I still love that promotion as well, but New Japan is my bread and butter. So hearing Tony Khan my purchase New Japan, I was like, oh dear God, no. That was my reaction. <laughs> right? yeah. That was my initial reaction is oh dear God, no, because yeah, no, I, I'm good with Tony Khan owning AEW, owning Ring of Honor. That's fine and dandy. Ring of Honor was going out of business anyway, so he kept mm -hmm. it alive. This is much different. This is uh, this is a promotion that honestly feels like it's getting back to where it was before the pandemic this year and the era of collaboration with new Japan, working with your pro wrestling, Noah's your all Japan pro wrestling. Uh, they did a whole all-star junior festival that had DDT and, and dragon gate and all the Japanese promotions are part of it. They have two, they did two shows with impact wrestling mm -hmm. there. They have this whole collaboration that they're doing now with MOW and CMLL. So all of that, I think would be taken away if Tony Khan purchased New Japan. So no, I hope that is not the announcement. I I'm gonna I'm gonna be praying that for the next couple of nights that that is not what he's gonna say at Wrestle Dream. When I heard him say a new era, my first thought is he's gonna announce something involving Max with this new Max mm -hmm. Live Sports deal and the fact that it was announced and AEW wasn't a part of it. I think that that was intentional for them to have the big announcement and make it like official and have a separate press release to say they're a part of it. So I think that is what the announcement sh will probably be. And I think that we are going to see at least one debut. I don't think it's Mercedes because I think that if it was Mercedes, Soraya would be on this card. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be Edge. I think that after one of the matches, Edge will come out to interact with somebody but we'll get into that when we predict well i was that. gonna i was gonna say with the the whole we had kind of touched on it before you got on about like just from the sheer like him trying to manage all of it alone tony Khan, it just feels like some things would get left behind and like you said you know new japan starting to hit a stride i don't follow new japan as much as i should but it does feel like it's getting back better and better back to the old form and i feel like he would just throw too much too much 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta divvy it up. Yeah. You'd have and to. I, we were talking, like, like Plugo said. I also don't think it would be good for wrestling if AEW was founded to create an alternative to just there being one thing. So now, if Tony Khan were to own AEW, Ring of Honor, and then New Japan Pro Wrestling, that is just another guy owning almost everything. Monopolizing. Yes. He's, he's building up a, a monopoly, just like Vince did. Exactly. This was Which, supposed to be what he's going against. I exactly. Agree. Yeah. So, like, it just, it does, it, I, yeah, I, I'm, I don't think that's going to happen. When I first heard it, I was like, that seems far-fetched. I was like, that seems far-fetched to me. Like Jared that, Freeds, general, welcome to the chat. But I'm just like, yeah, you just you founded your whole federation to not be that guy. So why or would you then try to be that guy? Can't beat to him. Take out him. The, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't feel right about it anyway. He's like, um, he's like, he's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, not, he's like, why not? I can't. I got all this money. Yeah, he's, he's got more money than you know. But all right. Uh, let's dive into this yeah, card a little bit, and we'll, bad boy. And we'll, and we'll kind of talk about the stuff because obviously Dynamite was last night, and there was there was some uh, some exciting stuff that happened on Dynamite, particularly at the end of the show that has had a lot of people talking today. So, all right, I'm just going to start. I have the card in front of me. Um, we had a match that was added last night. It's a one on one singles match, and it will be Ricky Starks going one on one against Wheeler Yuta. Have they announced if any of these matches are like on the pre-show yet? Have they done that yet? No. Okay. We'll probably so, get some more announcements on Rampage. On Rampage or Collision. or Collision. Yeah, that's what I yeah, that's what I would assume. All right, so we'll start with that one. It's at the top of my list here. Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Yuta. Uh, it's a matchup that I like. I expect it to be very, very good, but it was a matchup that was just put together basically last night. Um, how are we feeling about it? I mean, I... I I think I think Ricky Starks needs to be on these shows, and he's clearly he should be the. In my opinion, he should be the one or one A of Collision. That should be kind of his show a little bit. Um, and you know, he had been vocal about not being in a lot of these shows. He wasn't on All In, uh, and I know he wasn't thrilled and stuff like that. And he so for me, this was hey, let's put him. He'll have a good match, and Ricky Starks will get a big W on a big show. That's how I view this, uh, but it should be a really, really good wrestling match. Um, yeah, anyone who wants to, <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna let the guests yeah, go first. I'm a go. gentleman. I'm oh, a gentleman. Well, well, yeah, I think I think that is it's the easy. Ricky Starks gonna get the victory here. What I think it's leading to is uh, Ricky Starks can if he gets the win here, he can now say he's beating Brian Danielson at the Blackpool Combat Club. He's pinned uh, Wheeler Yuta. And I think that next is going to be Claudio Castanoli. And then eventually the whole end of this is going to be John Moxley, because I think that's where they were going. I think yeah. Moxley and Starks were going to feud over the international championship before that match with Phoenix at Grand Slam. So I think they're going to get that back on course for when Moxley returns from his injury. Yeah, I think that's a, that's, that's what sure. I, that's what I was going to say with that. But yeah, this is easy. Like let's put two guys that can just put Vanger on. Give him 15 minutes, let him kill it. Starks ultimately gets the win. The crowd pops and he keeps on down his way. Maybe hopefully Moxley comes back sooner than later. So you can eventually maybe do that. But yeah, I think the, I think if Mox's injury is worse and he's gonna take more time off than we need, they gotta find something for Starks to do to get him into that level of like back to the level of like MJF. Maybe he could be the one who takes it off of Phoenix. I'm okay with that. But yeah, that's how I feel. Good. 
I think this starts the show. Just why not? Right. Yeah. Give oh, yeah, 15, sure. start it off hot. Yeah. That could, I mean, that would be a really good opener if you wanted to open with that. I think that would be think so. one of the good choices. Um, we then have an AEW World Tag Team title number one contendership four-way match. That's a long title for a match. Uh, it is <laughs> Hook and Orange Cassidy against the Young Bucks, against the Lucha Brothers, against the Guns. Um, I'm ex- I mean, this should be multi-tag, multi-man matches in AEW are just Chaos? chaotic chaotic <laughs> balls of fun. They're just chaotic balls of fun. I expect this to be no different. I thought the Fatal 4-Way on Dynamite last night was uh, a lot of fun that they had with Nick Jackson and all these guys in there. I thought this was that was a lot of fun. I'm expecting this to be the same type of match, but there will be eight dudes in there instead of four. Um, for me, I feel bad for the referee, man, whoever it is. Probably yeah. be Rick Knox. They probably he's probably. got he he wasn't Rick there Knox. last night. I don't know if they're gonna let him do anything. Well, I mean, I had I heard that's why he went on the show. I that's had to I assume heard. that there had to be a talking after the Phoenix yeah. Moxley situation that happened. You and I, I I mentioned it last week to jo- to Josh, but like I mean to Drew on Firmly AEW on Sunday. It, if you go back and watch that when Rick Knox didn't count the two count, Moxley looks at Rick Knox and he says, "Fuck you." Like he literally says that. Go back and watch. Go back and watch. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude. Just- he looks at him. And he says, "Fuck you." Like, what the f- you know? And uh, yeah, so I assumed that Rick Knox might have been uh, not there purposefully last night. So reprimanded a little bit. Uh, a little. Yeah. All right, but yeah, you have I mean, to. You have it to. is what it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but. Um, all right, so maybe uh, maybe they no. don't get. I don't want to go on a tangent about it, but yeah. maybe that that was one of those things. Like you have to call the audible there. I don't care what we said backstage. Well, yeah. you've got to know what's going on, know the situation, yeah. and just be and like. Apparently, count the apparently three. during yes. the match, Moxley made it clear that Moxley changed. He Moxley called it. Yeah, and he said, "I'm losing. I don't feel right. You're beating me." And he thought and, everything was clear, mm-hmm. and they did what they did, and then Knox did that, and he was like, "What the f?" Like, what the hell, buddy? So, so, I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right. So, this is to become number one contenders to go after the AEW Tag Team Championships uh, and FTR. Um, FTR is it too is soon to run the Bucks back? Yes. To run FTR the Bucks back? I mean, I don't soon? think it's – is it ever too soon? I don't know. I mean, you can have that match I all think the time. It, like, it's going to get over. Soon, yeah. right? It's going to be great. I mean, yeah. I, know. He, That's <laughs> why I say the, the Bucks win and we get FTR Bucks for – in Los Angeles, their home, yeah, their the arena form. in the form at full gear. That's probably a good That's way to do it. That's two out of three falls. Why not? That, oh, that would even be better. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I'm leaning towards the Bucks as well. I think that, I think that, I'm going to be honest with you, I think the Bucks need the tag belts back. It's been a while. Yeah. They need them. And, you know, they need to have go on a dominant run and just kind of be the champions for a while. And, you know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm leaning towards them as well. Obviously, FTR has history with the guns as well, uh, and kind of the little feud that they had and stuff like that. But I think this is the Young Bucks match to to lose. Yeah. They should they should win this. The Do you think it's the, too soon? The guns are the only other team I would think that would yeah. win, but they kind of already should have been owed a tag team title shot because they w- beat them in the eight man tag at all out. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't think they really need this win. The Bucks need this win to get back into the title picture. So I think they get the win. Yeah. No love Pluggo, for you... Hook. No love for <laughs> Hook and Cassidy. 
hot team. But yeah, I, I, I just, you know, like I said, the forum, it makes sense. You want to show out at that place. Give me Bucks FTR. I mean, who complains about too much Bucks FTR? So I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah. If you complain about too much Bucks FTR, you got a problem. But yeah. I mean, like what you like, but I don't agree. Hey, with if you want people to complain, I got something to complain about. The piss poor booking of Orange Cassidy since All Out. I was yes. live and saw this man main event and lose in the best way possible. He looked so great in, in defeat. The whole crowd was on their feet for him, and he just been around, just been tired backstage, and he becomes friends with Hook, has a random match at Grand Slam, and now he's in this match to just get him on the card. I'd yeah. rather you just leave him off until full gear until you have oh. something for him. We got Eric in the chat saying, Yeah, I agree. Beat MJF for the AEW title. There, I said it. I said <laughs> nah, it. I don't think that. I don't think that. <laughs> if, if MJF was still a heel, I'd be with you, Eric, but he's not. He's not. So it he's can't, a, be, he's it can't be orange. We got to get we got to get a heel and then to orange. I think yeah. that's the question. My thing is, like, <laughs> we need a vignette of him just sleeping. What we need is somewhere's Cassie to do that TikTok. You know, those TikTok trends where it is sleep on live and people send gifts. That's just Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy already has friends. Yeah. Does he not? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, we, you know, this is a hook. This is a positive hook podcast. We, we like hook around here. We love, love hook. hook. But like, Orange Cassidy is in a group yep. called the best. Like, he's in a group with friends. So they're if busy. he's going to be in a tag team match, they're busy. They're not on this card. There might be, maybe, maybe they're at well, Sue's they, at a, they, maybe they have a family cookout. Yeah. Sue is a busy lady. Maybe it's her birthday or something. They're busy. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm Sue, just saying. our our best friend Sue. She you is know? our best friend. She's on the out. She's on the out credits, yelling at us. Um, <laughs> that is a true story. Um, all right. So, the winner of that match that we just talked about will go on to face the winner of this match, which will be for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. It'll be FTR defending against Aussie Open. Um, I really love the promo that these guys did, uh, where they were saying the Aussie open guys where they were saying like, Hey, you know, we know we came with like a lot of people talking about us and we might not have lived up to it yet here in AEW, but at this show, we're going to live up to it. We're going to live up to it. You're going to see why they call us one of the best tag teams in the world. And this a year ago, these guys had one of the better tag team matches that you would see uh, these two teams. I'm expecting this to be a show stealer of sorts do uh, now with us all picking the young bucks in the previous match. I assume we're all probably aligned here that FTR are not losing these titles at this show. Right. Or do we think maybe Aussie <laughs> open could not steal a victory, but an upset, I would say, and win the AEW world tag team titles. SP three. Well, I will just say, I am rooting for Aussie Open to get the win here because I feel like Aussie Open is probably the most disrespected best tag team in the world that there is because they they started off the year looking like they were the best tag team in the world. FTR was away from uh, from AEW for a few months. They were mm -hmm. coming before they came back to win the tag team titles and Aussie Open was tearing it up winning the IWGP Tag Team Championships, the NJPW Strong Tag Team titles. Then they went off and got the ROH World Tag Team Championships all within the first four months of this year. So I thought that they were 
they were all kind of uh, going to be the push ahead for the tag team of the year. And then Mark Davis got injured. This match was supposed to happen at Forbidden Door this year. And now it's pushed back to this matchup here. And it's after we've gotten a couple of months of Aussie Open in AEW. And this is where I said I was going to complain again. Tony Khan! <laughs> You got to pay for your sins, sir, because <laughs> you made the stupidest booking decision I have seen in quite some time. If you were intending to do Aussie Open and FTR for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, and you were also intending to do Sammy Kavara turn heel, then why the hell did Lissette Gods beat Aussie Open? Why? <laughs> it does not make any sense. Any freaking sense at all tony khan that's the new owner of new japan pro wrestling oh my god he must be snorting that dahlia from power (laughs) book four force or something i don't know what he was doing when he decided to book that and then they broke up like two weeks later literally going literally Uh, and i think The worst part of it for me is none of these teams, if I'm not mistaken, none of these teams in the four-way have any ties to Aussie Open, so it blatantly just looks like you're going FTR Bucks. There's not even a sliver of like, eh. Lucha Bros is the team. I thought they were going to do the few Aussie Open in ROH, but Lucha Bros had the ROH tag team titles and were never on ROH. And then, yeah. uh, well, the guns, yeah, guns and Aussie Open, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Hook versus Aussie Open. I mean, that would be a great match. And, oh, Aussie, yeah. and, and Kyle Fletcher attacked Orange Cassidy a couple of months ago, so some history there. And Aussie Open and Young Bucks had a great match on Rampage this yeah. year, so I remember those type of things. But, yeah, it's just a foregone conclusion. FTR is going to win, but I expect this to be a all-time tag team classic, mm-hmm. one of the best tag team matches of the year because these guys don't miss. And if you haven't watched their matchup from Royal Quest last year, it is on NJPW's YouTube channel for free. So check it out. It's 45 minutes of just beautiful tag team wrestling. Yeah, it's incredible. It is an incredible match. I watched it recently within the last like month or so, and it's... uh. It's, it's really really good it's really really good um all right let's the, I, i'm kind of i'm kind of yeah. sort of now really rooting for tony khan to own new japan because i think the uh, sp3 just rant of the of the week will just be next level why not i'm here for chaos i can't deal with, I can't deal with that i can't deal with that man <laughs> i mean i i i, I, I appreciate I, I i feel for you but as a viewer of your show i think like, yeah i think awesome. i think rants like this is why they won't accept me in media because i'm too honest about tony Khan's book. <laughs> hey, somebody needs to be somebody needs to be you gotta call it like you call it you gotta call it like you call it oh, man. oh that's good stuff um all right we have a six man tag team match it will be Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, against the Don Callis family, represented by Kanosuke Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. Really liked the uh, the vignette they did uh, with them in Tokyo attacking Ibushi. I thought that was very good and different. And then they were just back at Dynamite after, right after. And stuff I didn't like Guevara. it at all. I, you didn't like the vignette? If you're gonna show up in Japan, if you're gonna make that travel all the way out there, yeah, you better beat that ass. 
It took I mean, a minute for him to well, be that. Well, because Abushi is no regular yeah. He's no regular yeah, he guy. He's not, just, you just just gotta, beat his ass. But the plane right over, you got to formulate a better plan. Then we're just going to walk in and I guess start swinging. That's what they did. That was their plan. Yeah, and they did. Was it. it was it was yeah. working until Abushi showed up. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, Well, shoot, <laughs> what to do I mean, now? Don Callis had to use his umbrella, but they still <laughs> got the job done. Probably gave him a concussion with that kettlebell. Probably it just took a it took it took a little longer than I would liked for you to just take care it of was business. Like three minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that long. You didn't talk to Oh my god. It's Kota Bushi for crying doing? out loud. It's not like it's some regular schmuck like me in there. I'm just saying. What are you I'm talking about? It's the right, fucking star. Come on. Anyway. Anyway. Listen, to catch just better than that. That's all I'm saying. A lot, lot of backstory here. Callus and Omega, Callus and Jericho. You just had Guevara turn on Jericho two weeks ago at Grand Slam, the WrestleMania 19 callback with Jericho you, and Michaels. You got that Dom heat last night. Yeah, okay. is getting that heat, and it fits him perfectly. They were trying the babyface thing, you know, kind of mixing whatever. But this is kind of where I think Guevara belongs here as a heel, cocky, I'm better than you type heel. Um, where are we? Where are we going about? Do we think the Don Callis family continues to get the best of these guys, or do we think this is Jericho and Omega, and obviously Abushi as well? But Jericho and Omega getting their vengeance back finally on Don Callis. It's very interesting because like on the Don Callis family side, who do you beat if you're going to give the yeah. baby faces to win here? Do you beat Sammy who you just turned heel and you're starting to try to build some heat for? Do you beat Takesta who just beat Kenny Omega twice in one week? Do you beat Will Ospreay who is a candidate wrestler of the year like it does not read too well for the baby faces here and that is why i'm gonna go with the don Callis family and probably chris jericho taking a loss to sammy in this trios match mm. but i think I'm, it's gonna be and i think it's gonna be one of the greatest trios oh, matches yeah. of all time oh you got yeah. will osprey kenny omega koto bushi kanosuke takesta <laughs> sammy guevara he can hold his home with those guys when he oh wants yeah to. he'll steal and chris show. jericho can play can always play up to the yeah, guys he's in the ring percent. with and especially in a trios match where it's not going to ask him to do too much mm -hmm. i think this is the the kind of like one of the greatest all-star trios matches i think they've ever put together in aew and, he, and the only person i think that has the most to gain except is sammy it's got to be sammy winning it it's something like if you want to keep building them up because it would just be so silly to put all these this don Callis family together and just be like yeah you're just gonna lose because it's kenny omega and coda and jericho it's like ah you can't do that so i have there's gonna be some shenanigans i'm sure maybe don Callis has a uh, another member that comes out because you know in this kind of match there's really no rules there's not yeah. really any rules in a tag match in aw anyway so i'm leaning towards the Callis family pulling it out somehow in some weird way and then you get some bigger match maybe they go to full gear with something maybe they split this off yeah, I mean, they definitely. I don't up feel with... great about it because it's Kenny, Abushi, and Jericho. Though yeah. I don't feel good about it. This is one yeah, of those I mean, that we're confidence picks very low. That'll that'll be Abushi. You know, he's only had a few matches in AEW, but that that's him losing both. He lost. They they lost the blood and guts, man. Yeah, you know, so it's, no, they won blood and guts. No, wait, they, they lost that all in. That's right. 
that, they yeah. lost it all in. That's right. All right, never mind. I was like, well, I was like, you know, um, but you're right. I mean, it is star studded. Jericho, his match with Sammy at Grand Slam was excellent. His match with Ospreys, like, like you said, he can raise his game when he needs to. Like, he's still Chris Jericho. He can still be Chris Jericho when he needs to be. Cal's um, gonna bring so more it, than an umbrella. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I would, I would lean with you guys too. I think the Don Callis family. It, and I think Sammy pinning Jericho and kind of like really leaning in on that, I think is, uh, that's probably a good call. I think that's probably the way to go there. Um, all right. We now have what we now know, and I want to talk about this in layers here, but we now know that it's going to be a handicap. Like a cake? Yeah, like an onion. Like an onion. Onions have layers, yeah. You're going to peel it back one layer at a time, or you want to build the layers up? Well, you know. Yeah. So we have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. It will be the Righteous and it was supposed to be going up against MJF and Adam Cole. But as we found out on Dynamite last night, Adam Cole hurt his ankle as he was coming to save MJF at Grand Slam. He can't wrestle. Uh, and it, it seemed like they were going to uh, turn over the Ring of Honor tag titles. But MJF said, no, we're not doing that. I'm going to wrestle by myself. Because whenever you heal up and all that stuff, I want you to come back and we're still going to be champions. Um, so it's going to be MJF versus The Righteous now, one on two. However, there's obviously a lot of layers when it's coming to this MJF and Adam Cole thing here. Um, obviously, la- two weeks ago at Grand Slam, Adam Cole comes to the ring to help MJF against Samoa Joe. He jumps off the ramp, tweaks his ankle, clearly limping around, looks hurt, re- reports he went to the hospital after. He- we've seen on crutches. Last night, he comes out on crutches. Well, they did the little vignette earlier in the night where he's on the boat and he's there with the crutches and MJF goes to grab the diamond ring. And he looks like he's going to, you know, and Adam Cole calls him on it and he's like, no, no, no. And then they become friends, you know, they kind of whatever. And then Adam Cole says that his ankle exploded, broken three different places, torn ligaments. He needs to go have surgery. Then we get to the, the handicap thing. And then Roderick strong and the kingdom come out. And MJF says, hey, I know I don't like him. He's your friend. You can go. They leave together. They leave together. Then at the end of the night, because obviously there was something that happened between Jay White and MJF at that point. They had their little promo battle there. And then at the end of the night, we see Jay White getting attacked by a group of men in the full black body suits. And we see one of the men who did not look like MJF from stature wearing the devil and he kind of shoes the camera away. So first and foremost, let's talk about the match, the handicap match now, who we think's going to win. And then I do want your opinion, SP3, on like where you think this was going. Who, who, because we all, you know, who was in the devil mask? How do we think this ends? Because this has been a saga that's been going all summer. Uh, and we have people in our chat. Our buddy Lawrence thinks that Adam Coles, he thinks it's all a work. And he thinks that Adam Cole was the devil face. And that's obviously the kingdom and Roddy and those guys there, whatever. And he thinks that we're going to find out that the injury is not as serious as Adam Cole portrayed it to be. And Adam Cole is going to come back sooner than we think and then officially possibly turn on MJF. So kind of talk about the match and then what your opinions are about all the other stuff going on with MJF and Adam Cole. 
I think MJF somehow, some way gets the job done, probably with the help of the Dynamite Diamond Ring and successfully retains the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Only because I think that this story is probably their story as far as their reign with the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles was always going to ha- end at the hands of the kingdom. How mm-hmm. we probably get to that? Maybe these mass assailants attack the righteous before this matchup. I can see that being the next chapter of this side of the story. As far as who's behind the mask, yes, my initial thought is that it's Adam Cole because this whole better than you, baby, uh, story, the saga, it needs to end with Max. The the one person Max trusted is the person that stabs him in the back mm-hmm. and is the person that eventually takes the thing that he loves the most the aew world championship from him because slowly but surely throughout their friendship adam cole has been breaking down mjf Mm -hmm. and taking him out of his comfort zone not just him embracing him as a friend but him wrestling more often him wrestling twice in one night him injuring his neck like there's all these things that have broken down mjf and will Uh, probably lead to the end of his title reign. And it needs to be Adam Cole with a brand new stable with the kingdom with Roderick strong. And probably because there was five guys here Mm -hmm. with a returning Kyle O'Reilly. That's what I think. That would be wonderful. uh, Undisputed kingdom for the undisputed king of AEW. I think that's how the story should end before we get to the next chapter, which is MJF trying to chase down the undisputed kingdom and trying to take them down. That's how you get into 2024. That's the story for the rest of the year right there because I'm convinced MJF signed a new contract. Is it possible? We don't have to worry about no bidding. Yeah, no, no bidding, uh, war, <laughs> bidding war of 2024. It's over already. <laughs> Is it possible that he loses these tag ROH tag team titles to the righteous to help accelerate what you're talking about? Maybe like Adam. They, it's a strong possibility. That's, that's kind of where I'm like, how do they pull this off and get? Because I think that's where you said is where they're going. Yeah, it's supposed to be the kingdom. It's but I think I think that this like, is like, hey, I let this. you down, and Adam Cole's really sympathetic. Like, no, we get it. You gave a valiant effort. I, I can't be mad. You went out there for the team, and then eventually it comes back to bite him in the ass. Well, I think that is all leading to probably a handicap match at the Ring of Honor pay per view of MJF versus the Kingdom. I mm-hmm. think that the whole reason why this this mass assailants, why I said like they would attack the Righteous, is a similar reason why they attack Jay White. Is Jay White is getting in the way of the plan? The plan is always to string along MJF in this friendship until it's time for Adam Cole yeah. to take the title. So I think that I think that they are trying to get everybody else who's getting in the way of their plan of MJF uh, losing not only the AEW World Championship, but the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships to that group of the kingdom, Roddy Strong and Adam Cole. I think that that's what they're going to kind of prolong it. At least at least get MJF on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. That seems like a waste of having an ROH title on MJF and he doesn't even get on one Ring of Honor pay-per-view. You know he's not going to be on Honor Club, but at least get him on the pay-per-view. You act like they don't just put all the best ROH stuff on Dynamite anyway. They do, but they sometimes give us some really good they stuff. Should, yeah, they should, yeah. They give us the pay per view and Athena they, in the main event of a Ring yeah. of Honor pay per view. The they give yeah. us some really good stuff on Ring of Honor. Yeah, they do on the pay per view, but not during the shows. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm with you. I think MJF pulls it out. Like you said, I think that's that's yeah. where they go. I just was curious if there's a chance that they maybe accelerate it yeah, on they Sunday. Could. But I it's mean, a slim it, chance. If those guys that were to attack the righteous earlier on in the evening and the righteous couldn't compete, you could figure out a way storyline wise to get the kingdom to have a match on like fill in. Oh, yeah. the righteous isn't here. Okay, well, the other teams, so the kingdom was the close. I don't know, whatever, figure it out. And then that match becomes MJF versus the kingdom on Sunday. You could do it that you way. Do it. I mean, that is possible if we're yeah. thinking about, but I do think the kingdom is the story for the ring of honor tag titles, but um, all right. I agree with you guys. I do think MJF will find a way. If this is the match that actually happens, MJF will find a way to, to escape still ring of honor tag team champions. All righty. We then have, oh my. All right. We have a ring of honor world title and a new Japan Pro Wrestling strong open weight title match. Both titles will be on the line. It will be Eddie Kingston coming in as the double champ against the Ring of Honor pure champion. That belt will not be on the line. Shibata. Um, when they announced it, just that, put all the titles on Eddie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I he just won the things. Belt, so collect, I, I, belt collector Kingston, baby. Yeah, this has to be obviously with Kingston and what we know of like how much he adores Japanese wrestling and like the history of it. Like this has to be, he's going to be freaking out during this match. He has to be. Uh, but when this was announced, I was like, <laughs> okay, I was, I, that wasn't even in my brain. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, this is going to rule. This is going to rule. Uh, but I have Eddie just won those things. So I think he retains, but this is going to be, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. And it's going to be lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think pure, I, go ahead. I think the pure title is not on the line because Eddie Kingston's like, I'm not playing by no pure rules, partner. No, no. Oh man. Um, I'm again I I I I think it would be absolutely silly for him to lose with his first defense, but he is injured, he is having back problems, as he said, he pulled out of the indies and I'm a little sad because I bought my ticket to Warrior because Eddie Kingston was going to be there. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it is. They gave us Santana instead. All right. Okay. There you it's go. Santana and Brian Keith. But yeah, so hopefully his back holds up for this and he wins because that's why he pulled out all his indie events. I, I digress. But no, that would be it would be silly after that moment at Grand Slam to just be like, whoop, all right, it's over. It was fun. Uh, there's more to the story for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that uh, Eddie Kingston is going to get the win. This is going to be hard hitting. If you saw Eddie Kingston's matchups in the G1, his matchups with Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo Takagi is probably a taste of what we're going to get with him in Kasasori Shibata. I love Shibata being in Ring of Honor and being able to wrestle again. And I think this is going to be a great matchup. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely should be. This This match should rule. And you know... They're, yeah, they're just going to be in the middle of that ring trading blows for a long time or chops or whatever they are. And the crowd is just, and all of us sitting at, I'll be sitting at home on my couch. We'll all be just losing our minds. Going, oh, and it's going to be chest. like, yeah, I'll be like, oh, God, but I'll be losing my mind and it will be wonderful. Uh, looking forward to that one tremendously. Another one that I'm looking forward to, because I think there could be some juiciness towards the end of this one. It's a two out of three falls match for the TNT championship. It is Chris, the rightful TNT champion. Christian Fine. Cage, the official, finally, the official, going up against Darby Allen. We assume Luchasaurus will be at ringside 
Darby, they had that sit down, which I really liked that sit down last night on dynamite. That was, that was really good. Oh, you want to talk about my dead uncle? Oh like, yeah. When he put the water, you think this paint? Oh man, it was good. It but, was good. But no one is talking about the fact of Christian at the beginning when, when JR was like, Oh, Christian, finally the T the real TNT champion. He's like, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Been champion all along. He was like, I just retained my title last the last time. Oh man. What are talking about? I'm telling you. Christian clearly, obviously, has been doing this for a long time. This version of I am, I love it. I love it's just it's wonder, it's perfect. Um, they talked about Nick Wayne in this sit down. Christian specifically said, You're not the right type of person Nick Wayne needs. He needs a veteran, he needs somebody who knows how to get the job done, that type of stuff. I don't know if that's too over the top because I've been thinking this whole time that Nick Wayne's going to turn on Darby Allen at some point and go with Christian. That's what I've been thinking this whole time. But then he said it and I'm like, does that, are they tricking me? Or is that too over the top now? Am I wrong? I, I think that Christian Cage should continue to be the TNT champion here. Uh, I, I know it's in Seattle. I know Darby's won it in Seattle before. I know if Darby wins it, will he be the first three time TNT? Is he a second? Second. That's the second one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because they did uh, that flip-flopping with Cody for that weird like yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he flip-flopped um, it with Scorpio. Scorpio. That's yeah. true, yes. Um, all the signs point to Darby getting another big win in his hometown. I get that. But Nick Wayne's from Seattle, too. I think Nick Wayne's turning. And I think he's going to help Christian keep the title. That's kind of my – that's my pick for this match. That's what That's what I'm sticking with. I think this matchup opens the show on Sunday and Darby Allen becomes the three-time TNT champion. And then after the match, we get a classic Christian Cage meltdown off of finally losing his TNT champion. And it's only stopped by, on this day, <laughs> I see clearly. Yeah. And, and the... Rated R superstar Adam Cage comes out and he confronts his brother Christian, and Christian walks away not knowing if he's real or not, or if thinking that he's still delusional and he's still TNT. So there it is. You think uh, Adam Copeland or whatever he's going to call himself in AW is showing up right then and there? You don't think him showing up at the beginning overshadows the rest of the card? No. Everybody okay. be buzzing and saying, "Go, go watch the show. What's going to happen next?" Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that if I know, think Christian Adam Cage Copeland... wins and gets a lot of heat in Seattle, but well, I like what you just said, SP three. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I do think we are. I, I have a feeling that we're going to see Edge as well on Sunday at some point, point. Uh, and obviously, would you know, Edge and Christian makes the most sense. You would think uh, it's kind of written there for you. Um, I like I liked what you said. I like what you said there. I don't mind that at all. That would be nice. I mean, it, it makes sense that if Edge is coming, he's going to be involved with Christian first, right? That yeah. it has to be. has yeah. to be Edge and Christian. I would love it if Edge is now Christian's lackey, like how Christian was a lackey in, oh. in 2001 holding the King of the Ring trophy. I want, I want Edge to be his lackey and be oh, a part of the that. gang, the Christian coalition with Luchasaurus, and oh, then hire Tyson Tomko. Get all yeah, of Tyson Tomko. Wow. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, that's good. Um, 
Dude, Please pause for the flash you, photography. I know. Oh. Can you imagine the pop in that building? Are they not allowed? To, are they allowed to use that music? Because that's a regular song. I think, right? I think he owned. I think he does. Edge own that. That's I think he w. has the rights from Metalinkus. Uh, I'm not sure, but okay. Because if they could use that song, oh my god, that place will explode. Yeah, that place will explode. They were able uh, to get called a personality for punk, so Tony Khan will figure out a way to get it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, maybe he know. traded Jade Cardkill to the WWE for the rights. You never know. Who knows? You Who never knows? know. In exchange, <laughs> <laughs> we have the AEW TBS title match. It will be Chris Statlander defending against the I think twenty six matches in a row. She's now won. Uh, Julia Hart with Brody King. Uh, for my money, I think Julia Hart has the best entrance or one of the best entrances in pro wrestling currently at this moment. I, I like the package that they do with her, with Brody as kind of her protector and stuff like that. I, I like I like everything that is going on with Julia Hart. She's won 26, 27 matches in a row. But obviously this is her biggest test. She's going for a title. Statlander has looked pretty dominant since returning and winning that title. Just beat Jade Cargill a few weeks ago in a big match on Rampage. Um how are we feeling? Do we think Julia Hart, who's kind of getting in the heads of people with the misting and all stuff like that, but she's making a lot of enemies. She's making a lot of enemies. How do we see this one going? Do we think Julia Hart walks away from Wrestle Dream as the TBS champion, or do we think Stat is retaining SP3? If you had asked me like two weeks ago, I would have think it was a foregone conclusion that Chris Statlander gets the win and continues her run, especially coming off the heels of her main eventing both Rampage and Collision in one week with two great matches against Jay Cargill and Dr. Britt Baker DMD. But the past two weeks, man, they have yeah. built up Julia Hart to be this monster. Mm -hmm. And I love the whole act with, with Brody King. And I saw somebody on Twitter today who said, maybe Tony should have a talk with Malachi and Brody. I mean, Malachi and Buddy and ask them, what do you guys want? And, you know, let them go if they want to go or do something on their own. Because I would just keep Brody with, with uh, Julia. Because if you see that act, you would think, it's Julia is the handler. Brody is the monster. But how they booked it the last two weeks is Brody is the handler and Julia is the monster. And I think that's so crazy. It worked so well. It's just been it's just built her up. And also a thing that Tony Khan looks at as far as the woman. Julia Hart has been a draw as far as ratings. Mm -hmm. The fact that you just had this episode of Collision that did its best rating since July, and you have Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks in the main event. You got FTR defending the tag team titles. You got Switchblade Jay White versus Andrade El Elio. And Julia Hart and Kira Hogan was the highest rated quota hour. Yeah. I think that caught... Tony Khan's eyes. So I think this is really more of a toss up than a lot of people are putting it out for. I'm going to go with Chris Statlander because I feel like she's been the strongest champion they've had since like the first couple of months of Jamie Hayter's AEW Women's World Championship run. And I want to see that continue. I want to see her continue to have strong matches. But Julia Hart, I wouldn't be surprised if she got the win on Sunday. Yeah. I actually was leaning toward based off of Wednesday. I thought. With Statlander, I still don't know quite like what they want to do with her, and I don't know. It could be one of those situations where like she loses and we move her up into the AEW Women's Title picture. 
But like I said, I just was watching Brody, like you guys said, like when she's in peril, his concern on his face, like this, like, I don't know what to do right now. Like I want to get in there, but like, I got to let her do her thing. It's just like money to me. So I could see them pulling the trigger on Julia. I'm actually going to call it Julia Hart wins a TBS title on Sunday. Mark it down, take a picture, tweet it out. I don't care. I'm yeah, all I mean, in. That's where I'm leaning. I'm leaning. If I'm Julia wrong, Hart. I've no. been wrong before. Okay. I, I'll be wrong. Blame again. You. No, I have very similar thoughts to what SP3 said. When I when when I if they were going that route at first, I'd be like, oh, all right, that's a you know, Julia Hart will have a good match, but she'll lose and stat, and that very much could still happen on Sunday. But like the last couple weeks. It and what you said about Brody King and like Brody King is a monster. You see him and you're like, that's a monster of a man, but he's out in front warning everybody about the the 20 year old, 21 year old girl behind him who's the real monster. Yes, and that's it, crazy, <laughs> and it it makes it it just it like you said it just works. It just works. I would not be shocked. If they're going to strap a rocket to Julia Hart right now and they're going to go, yeah, we're just going to have you be an unstoppable champion for a little bit with Brody and run it and maybe, you know, stack and win it back or whatever. We'll figure that out. But like I'm leaning Julia Hart. They presented her over the last few weeks to be literally the most dominant woman, maybe on the roster with the stuff she's doing. Which is funny that like real quick, so I know we're getting like later on our time, but like, isn't that funny? Like that's what we wanted with Jade's run. Was build oh, up these people that we thought, okay, here's the time they're doing it with Julia. I would have loved to see them. I just, I, they did that with Jay. Every once in a while, there's a lot of plug and play. They did that. They did that solid with Jay from her debut all the no. way through her first like four to five months as TBS champion. When it came to the summer of 2022. Tony Khan had a lot of other things he got distracted with, and he got uh, dust on that uh, diamond that he was protecting, and he did a really good job. I'm sorry. He gave her a two-year undefeated streak, created a title for her, had her train yeah. with Brian Danielson and William Regal. I am baffled by people saying that he fumbled her right from the beginning. No, he didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't say the from last, the beginning, but no, there was no, no, a no, lot no, of no, plug no. and play. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in general, people yeah. are not specifying that no. in the last six months of her run where he was, he fumbled. Yeah. There's no plug and play for the first 18 months of her run. First 18 months, yeah, he legitimately seemed like he had he had a plan. He created a whole title for her, ladies and gentlemen. She had feuds with Red Velvet. She was beating Thunder Rosa before Thunder Rosa won the AEW are Women's you, are, World Championship. Are you saying he was distracted by like C? Punk or something? Uh, yeah, he had like you know some <laughs> that damn guys CM fighting. Punk? Yeah. He had EVPs getting beat up and suspended. Yeah. So yeah, you know. No, she had she had a she had a great run. It just got to the well, that. You're right. The last six months, which is unfortunately, it's like, what have you done for me lately? But that's what it felt like with that TBS title for the last year. Was like, oh, we're just gonna yeah. plug in somebody here, plug in somebody here. It looks like Tony's like, all right, we gotta build some people up. So it's actually like. We're sitting here going, Julia Hart has a shot. Yeah. Like a but real like, shot. This is like, I, I do the same thing with with uh, TV shows. I get annoyed when people tell me, oh, Family Matters wasn't a good show because Urkel took over the whole show. And I tell them, no, Family Matters was a really good show until the uh, Mother Winslow got married. That was the end of Family Matters. It just became the Urkel show after that. So, like, like, like people have to specify. You have to specify when when it started messing up. That's what I kind of do. Right. And that's what I'm doing with Jay Cargill. People can't can't tell me that AEW fumbled 
Jay Cargill or or and honestly, they didn't even fumble her on the negotiation because what it sounded like from all her interviews is that she went to AEW was like, I'm leaving. So yeah, literally, <laughs> don't, don't even bother. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like they didn't even have a chance to negotiate no. and come back and be like, Oh, we're gonna no, she was like, I'm, a, leaving. Oh. I'm getting out of here. They 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 gave me that. I'm going. See ya. That, that, see you, later. you. They gave me the Brinks truck. You're not gonna come up with a second one. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. psyched for her to be. Uh, oh, she's gonna be she's gonna be Bye. massive anyway. Uh, what do we got left on this card? Yeah, we got two singles matches left. Uh, the first one had the uh, the closing segment of Dynamite last night, the contract signing. Uh, it will be Adam Hangman Page going one-on-one with whose house? Swerve's house. house. Yeah, Swerve Strickland. This was another when this first started, and Hangman was cutting that promo about where he was going from here, and Swerve's music hit. This was another one of those of, I didn't know I needed this, until right now, and yep. I need this right now. Right now. Uh, this is the match I'm looking forward to the most on this show. Um, I love both these guys, and I think Swerve should win this match. Even though Hangman's on a bit of a losing streak, but Hangman, I, Swerve, Swerve needs to win this match, in my opinion. And so I'm rooting for and hoping that Swerve wins, but this is the match I'm looking forward to the most. I love both of these guys. Um, yeah, SP3 will run with you. You're the guest. How you? I mean, yeah. How you feel? Well, spoiler alert! I'm going a Seattle sweep. I think that Swerve Strickland gets the win here, and I think that this is the start of the rivalry. I think this is the first match of the rivalry, and we're gonna see a rematch at full gear. But I think that here in Seattle, it just makes sense for Swerve to win. You gave Hangman a couple of wins, whether it's against Brian Cage, the him and him and the Bucks winning the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Titles, got him some momentum back. And you know, Swerve mentioning that I thought Swerve knocked that promo out the park during the contract signing, and I thought Hangman Adam Page showed once again why he is the babyface of the AEW story from the starting point to now. He has always just touched on and related with people more than any other baby face and mm -hmm. he did that again and i love him referencing that black cloud and not going as far as to call the black cow phil because i was calling the black cloud phil after he got that promo mm -hmm. i was like oh the last year and a half oh what mm -hmm. coincides with that last year and a half um oh. yeah yeah I, I, yeah you, you think you're not slick but i like what you're doing there so I, I like both guys' promos. I think they knocked it off the park. And I love this program so far. So I want to see it continue. Yeah, I would love this to be the start of that. If they were going to do a multi, let this go. Because I think these two guys can make some magic. Yeah, I, for some reason, I want a Texas death match out of these two at some point. To be like the capper, maybe that, like you said, a best of like a three, let's end it, Texas death match. Just let him go nuts. I love that Swerve, like, wouldn't even let Nana dance yesterday. He yeah, was like, he nope, was this serious. is all like, business. Like, nope. we're not even, not today. This is my moment. We're doing this. I'm taking Swerve as well. I always take Swerve. I don't think I ever pick against Swerve, but. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, let give me a death match with these two. For some reason, yeah. I just want it. I don't know why, but it feels good. Yeah. Uh, these guys doing a longer program, that is Definitely something I will not be complaining about ever in my life. All right. We have, we are to the main event or what I assume will be the main event. It is a dream match. It is Brian Danielson going one on one with Zach Saber Jr. Now I am like Pluggo. 
I, I watch the big events of New Japan, but I don't routinely watch New, New Japan. But I've seen plenty of Zack Sabre Jr. matches. I know how good he is, as everybody says he is. But if there's somebody in the chat or watching that maybe, you know, talk about Zack Sabre. I know you're a big New Japan guy, SP3. So talk about Zack Sabre Jr. Um, in general. And then, I mean, this is going to be a technical clinic. Yes. A <laughs> technical clinic. We have all the bakings of what might be the greatest technical wrestling match of all time. Like Zack Sabre Jr., uh, his nickname used to be the the submission magician, uh, the, the wizard of submission wrestling. And it's because he just knows how to kind of just mangle the limbs of his opponent. He will take an opponent doing a move and turn that into a submission. I've seen it done when he first Kazuka Okada in the G1 this year okada tried to get him for an air raid crash he turned that into a head scissors like he just does it in so many different ways he will grab at your arms he'll have both arms tied behind your back and then start twisting up your legs this is what he does and these two men have defined uh technical wrestling for the better part of the last two decades the brian danielson award is the name of the of the best technical wrestler voted on by the wrestling observer newsletter subscribers and that is because brian danielson went and won the award for nearly a decade and then when he was done when he retired zach saber jr has won that award every single year until yeah. brian danielson decided to win it again when he came back to aew so these guys are technical wrestling if for me as a kid i used to love when chris benoit and kurt angle be in the ring forgetting what benoit did outside of the ring i'm talking about mm -hmm. in a time in 2000 yeah. through 2003 mm -hmm. anytime these guys were in the ring i thought it was art and i learned what professional wrestling was all about and it looked so smooth and so beautiful same thing with chris benoit and, and eddie guerrero same thing with eddie guerrero mixing it up with chris jericho or eddie guerrero mixing it up with kurt angle we've seen this these are these type of guys that will go out there and put on an absolute clinic and teach mm -hmm. you what wrestling is all about and then you add on top of that brian daniels is going to be in front of his home state of Washington. That crowd's going to be going crazy. And then it becomes out with final countdown again. Oh, he is. oh my God. This, he, this, is. This, this, he is. 100%. Five stars. Yeah. It already 100%. got five stars. The bell ain't even ring yet. It starts at five stars. That's the starting yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, you, am, you mentioned. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm just expecting this to be an all time classic and one of the matches of the year. But yeah. I got Brian Danielson getting the win. I, you mentioned Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. Uh, the Royal Rumble in 2003, uh, that's still to this day the best live match I have ever witnessed with my eyes. With my eyes in person. That match, you know, and like you said, no excuse for what happened outside of the ring. We're not excusing that at all. But when you're talking directly in the ring, Chris Benoit got like a seven-minute standing ovation from the Garden crowd after that match. And they showed some of it on they yeah. showed some of it on the on the Royal Rumble. That whole video segment they showed before they came back to show the standing ovation, he was getting a standing ovation. It was like a six or seven. It was insane. That match still to this day is the best match I've ever seen live. Uh, but anyway, I do agree with you. I think it's the home state. It's Danielson. But this match is going to be Zack Sabre Jr. The reversals that he does to moves and submissions to get in other submissions or grapple. It is, and I, we got to, 
I, I have been mainly, I've grown up as mainly a WWE kid. That's what I was. And, you know, in AEW and things like that, like we got to, if you never seen him before, you got a small little taste in the cruiserweight classic, small little taste. And he mm-hmm. had some bang. That whole thing was, um, in my opinion, that was the best thing WWE has done in the last 10 or 15 years was the cruiserweight classic. But, um, some of the reversals and just the grappling and the transitions we're going to see in this, it's going to, it's going to be shit that people's never have never seen before. have never seen before. It's going to be wild. Um, but yes, I, I do agree. I think Brian, the crowd's going to go home happy with the Seattle, with the Washington state boy, uh, winning. Yes. Doing the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to end the show. Uh, hopefully, you know, is he, is he hundred percent? Yeah. I was going to say, is he, I mean, I, I don't, I, he's still not using the right hand. Uh, he was doing he the strike. He's so. fully cleared for, we go. for wrestle dream. That's so if good. he's fully cleared, yeah. I'm expecting it. Hell to, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be special. It's you know who wins? Match. We win the fans. That's one of these matches where it's like, thank God we're getting it. Let's do this. I don't care who wins. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I just say, I don't care who wins. Just put them out there. Like I said, five stars out the gate. It's going to be a good time. And uh, Zach Sabre Jr. is referring to it as what? The submission in Seattle. That's what he's calling it. The submission in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Khan was even like, I love that. Yeah. 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 I mean, he got a, he got a fairly decent match out of Nick Gage. So. Zack Saber could do he it did. all. He can he can do it all, and he he's all. he's had one of the the best title reigns of 2023 yeah. as NJPW World Television Champion. He set the record for the most successful defenses of any title in New Japan Pro Wrestling history recently. So he is firing on all cylinders. He's had great matches against Jeff Cobb, against mm. Blake Christian, against Tom Lawler, against Tomohiro Ishii this year, and he's going to add another one to that list. Oh, and yeah. he should honestly be in a lot of people wrestler of the year conversation because he's had a hell of a year for new japan i love it what's up swags call up in the house and good evening gentlemen plugo is number one i don't even think i'm number one on the screen i'm a, <laughs> I'm a solid number four four you're the one no you're, you're the, the one, one. you're the one <laughs> one of the 21 one. and one. Oh anyway, my no. gosh uh we want to. I want to thank you, SP. I've been looking forward to sharing a screen yeah, with you. We went a, a little over. I appreciate your yeah, time. No, yeah, appreciate Sorry. your time hopping in here, talking some Wrestle Dream. Um, very cool. Very cool for for me. I'm a big follower of yours, big fan of yours. So thank you. Let the people know you do a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff. So let the people know where they can follow you, where they can find you, and kind of this, all the stuff you do. Hardest working man in in wrestling media, I think. Oh. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are both awesome. And I love the show here. Love being on the channel and you guys are doing great work as well. You can follow me on the Twitter X machine at true heel SP three. And for anyone who's listening and that's T R U no E. Uh, that is also where you can find uh, the YouTube channel, true heel heat wrestling. That's over uh over there where you can find me a bunch of times a week i'll be there tomorrow at 12:05 p.m eastern time previewing wrestle dream for that channel i'll be along with joe hobert of the late night grin and wrestle purist i'm also there on saturdays every single saturday 11:05 a.m eastern time with miss christy love with the true hill heat flagship podcast where we talk about all of wrestling whether it be wwe aew new japan ring of honor impact wrestling gcw we talked about pro wrestling noah this past week we talk about it all so check it out the true hill heat flagship podcast every saturday 
Uh, we just had Sat Inyangi and Alex nice. McCarthy on that. So check out the last episode. I do a collision review with my boy Drunk Guy JJ on Sundays. I do a raw review with uh, a myriad of special guests. Maybe I'll ask you guys to be on there as well because yeah. I have someone new every single week, it seems. But yeah, that's my main source for my content. But you can also find me on Fightful Overbooked on Tuesday mornings with Jeremy Lambert talking anything not wrestling sports yeah. as yeah. you saw here you talk a good time yeah. about basketball yeah i'm i'm usually working when you guys go live so i watch the replays but every time i'm like i wish i didn't have to work because i would be in the chat i want to talk about fucking basketball and sports <laughs> god dang it that's, that's i'm always like list. why do i have to be working right now i want to be in the chat you know let it loose okay. And we're but. just weeks away, folks. We're just weeks yes. away before I have to put my reverend costume <laughs> yes. on again and have to yeah. become the Lakers sermon, uh, uh. bringing it back to FMC. So tune in to Fight for Overbooked over there. Uh, I'm also on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast with Rick Cuccino, Sports Keto Wrestling with Rick Cuccino and Dutch Mantel. And that's everywhere you can find me on the screens and writing-wise, wrestletalk.com but Love thank it. you so much for having me here guys and i am always open to come back and i definitely want to get no. both of you guys on the true hill heat flagship podcast we had plugo <laughs> but we got to get jb yeah I'm yeah ready. speaking of plugo mrs plugo everybody coach everybody relax mrs yeah, plugo's Mrs. the chat Mrs. hey plugo honey just showed up in the chat how you doing call we're, me i know email. i know we're a little over i'm getting I'm, I'm bringing him home now we're bringing it home now it's okay <laughs> She's Nobody dying for me. Yeah. No, she's she's yeah. probably no, like no. keep him, keep him. Yeah, literally, leave him down there. Just keep him down there, Joe. Keep him down there. Uh, I got to flirt. Name. I got to flirt with the wife right when there. she comes on the screen. But yeah, put me whenever you want. Put me in, Coach. I'll be ready to play. You just let me know. I'm down. I'll talk okay. sport. We talk. I'm not yeah. joking. We talked just... for a half hour about friggin' Halloween candy and and, and snacks before you came on in. I am a, I'm what they call a five-tool player. I can yeah, talk about yeah. it all. That's what they call me. <laughs> no, but thank you again for hopping on. We appreciate you a lot. Plugo, before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find Whoa, you. I got a lot us today. Here at Beards, and then we'll cue that music, and we will get Well, you can here, find man. me at Plugo underscore on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. You can find me at Plugo Loves Wrestling on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Not Twitter. I just said that. Facebook. Facebook is where you can find me. You can find me at lovewrestling.ca. I just wrote the LPW19 uh, Speedball Strikes first uh, preview that goes out. That's tomorrow night at 9. Oh, my God. I'm doing a terrible job. I did a podcast called Unplugged for the first time over on Anchor by myself last week. Check hey, that out if you want. Nice. If you like it, if you don't. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing those, but, yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I had the LPW preview show for 4 Exposure, which we're going to do the review show Saturday morning, 10 a.m., me and Blair Pacheco, the Grainmaker Pod, talking independent wrestling. And you can find the Beards page at B2Beards on all social medias. That one's easy. It's a clean sweep there. Keep up to date with what we got going on, guests, announcements, football, whatever we're talking on the socials. Yep, there you go. I think I got it all. I think yeah, I got it. Yeah, that was good. I'm proud I think of you. I did you it. even remember I, Four Exposure. I, I, you always forget about Four Exposure. We're about to kick it off. I'm like, by the you know way, it's we, Saturday. Go, you know what we call that? Growth. That's what we call yeah, it. I we're getting there. We're getting there, man. Growth. One day. You one can, day. <laughs> you can find me at JPJ Loves Gaming on all social all social media platforms, including Twitch, where we play MLB the show, Madden, some NBA over there as well. Damn. And some other games is cool. So you can go follow there. You can find me here every Thursday night, 8 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time for Between Two Beards with my brother, Pluggo. And you can find me every Sunday morning over on twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca, where me and Big Money Drew, Drew Nicholas, do firmly AEW, where we talk all things AEW. We'll obviously be talking about Dynamite and Collision, plus we will be talking more Wrestle Dream as it's on Sunday, leading into the pay-per-view Sunday night. But here tomorrow night, twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca <laughs> at, at 9 p.m. We have Doc, we had a lot, baby. We had yeah, a we lot have a lot. Today. We have a lot. Longest sign-off ever, bro. Sorry. It's a big week. Call like, I got to go to bed, bro. Can you hurry? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on twitch.tv lovewrestling. We have speedball strikes lpw19 the main event speedball mike bailey against michael richard blaze should be a good one uh so be there we'll be in the chat but yes the longest sign off is now over until next week we appreciate all of you appreciate you sp3 open door policy my friend whenever you want anytime and until next week for pluggo sp3 i'm jpj peace out and this is sue Sue. (laughs) hey there plugo and jpj it's trent's mom sue and I have a bone to pick with you. So, I understand that you guys are being real idiots and spending your entire monthly budget. You've gotta be kidding me. This is not the way to be when you're trying to uh, run a business. Your boss, Spencer, is really pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at you. You have some nerve, um, you know, get a grip. You, <laughs> you have to control yourself. You can't just go out and spend all the money that you're making, you two beards guys. <laughs> oh, no, this is coming out so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> behave yourselves. Or I'm going to cut you off from watching AEW. You're no longer going to get to know, uh, be able to meet my son. What? Or me. I'm sorry. This is like, I don't know. Anyway, thanks so much for being 